Where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is From Under the Dork Tree, your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the early 2000s. I am your host, Eric, and with me as always is the Pete to my Patrick, Mick. What's up, buddy? <laughs> you really locked in on the intro. Thanks, dude. I, well, it's because you were shitting on me for so many weeks. Well, yeah, I'm like. I mean, a- that's that's negative reinforcement. <laughs> it works. I really treat you off mic like I'm like a like high school basketball coach. Like I'm constantly Ooh. just like degrading you. I like that because I want the best. I want to see you play at, at uh, the Ohio State. This is truly like the whiplash of uh, of podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am mentally, physically, and verbally abusive to Eric when we're not on mic, and, and when, when we're on, mic. we're on mic, just slightly less so. Yeah, for um, the sake of appearances. Yes, yes, yes. Well, look here. Um, it's we took we you know uh, we we haven't recorded in a couple weeks, and you're not you're not no rust at all, no rust to shake off, no rust, baby. I'm I, hey. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. I was ready. I have a big swimming pool full of um. What do you? How do you get rid of rust? How like do you get rid of dust? No rust. Oh rust. Um. Hydrogen isopropyl- peroxide. I use isopropyl alcohol. What? Isopropyl alcohol. I have a big um kiddie pool here full of hydrogen peroxide. I was ready to dip you in to get all that rust off. Mm. I'm not even. I don't even know what to do with it now. Hey, throw throw that outside in the in the gutter. <laughs> We don't need it. We're gonna have to um bleach our hairs a la Stan. Oh, dude, we should bleach our hair. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I should bleach my hair. <laughs> I, I swear to God, for three quarters of a second, I forgot that my hair is bleached. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. You've been bleaching for so long, too. It's uh, it's been it's been a while. It's been a couple years. Yeah. I took a lot of my twenties off. Yeah, twenties are very you know they're the most important hair uh, hairstyle years of your life. You find yourself, yeah. In your 20s. What was your worst hairstyle? Oh, I buzz, I buzzed my hair off. Remember that? When I would just buzz my hair off? I didn't even have like a beard. I had like, I looked like a newborn baby. Just like pop, fresh out of my mom's vagina. Ask me what my worst hairstyle was. I know what your hair was, but when I, when I buzzed my hair. Yeah, I remember that. There is like a, there's a moment in a young man's life where you're like, you, you know, you probably, you're trying to find who you are in your early right. 20s. And I'm, I'm going to start over and buzz my hair. And just That's don't, true. yeah, don't do that. If you're wherever you are in your life, stop buzzing your hair. We we know that we've got listeners who are going to be in their twenties in like four years. <laughs> you're gonna there's gonna be a time where you're like, hey, I'm just gonna start all start all over, buzz my hair off. Do not do that. Yeah, it's okay to have like a weird haircut, a haircut that maybe just isn't quite yours yet. Don't have the buzz. Don't don't think that you're gonna be able to get away with a buzzed haircut. We see through you. Only we see you. See, I think the the buzzed haircut only works if you have like um. Like if you have a really thick beard and you're going to turn into, you're going to do like a Sigma podcast afterwards. <laughs> you see those guys? You love those Sigma podcasts. Don't, you love them. No, no. You, love, well, them. you love them as ironic. I'm not oh, saying that yes. you do, okay, you're okay, not, okay. that you do like them seriously. Yes, yes, yes. I was, yeah, that guy who talked about how there are technically four days in one day. <laughs> I've manipulated time. <laughs> you might we'll play that over a week. I'm going to kick your butt. Look, you're listening to From Under the Dork Tree. The Dork Tree, the Fallout Boy podcast. Where we only talk about Fallout Boy. And we're ready to get into it. What are we going to, like, do you want to properly intro the show? Yes. So we're here, we're doing the track-by-track breakdown of the 2018 album Mania. Uh, last week we covered our production and the singles and the videos. Apparently we missed a couple of videos, correct? Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about that? <laughs> no. You are like, hey, you're a dumb shit. <laughs> no. Okay. D- don't. I know we just did a bit where I'm like verbally abusive. I said, hey, we're dumb shits. You came to me hat in hand. You were like, uh, Mr. Tillman. That's not true either. <laughs> I text you over our cell phone devices saying we're both dumb shits. Yes. Our only job is to know when Fallout Boy puts out music videos. And we missed 
uh, almost half of yes. the videos for this this album. So I guess we'll touch on those briefly. Luckily, they're not very good or interesting music videos. Did you watch them? No. Okay. Yeah, you, fun. Do you, do you want to go into it? Do you... I'll go into it briefly yeah, when sure. we talk about the actual song. Not okay, right cool. now. Okay, cool. Well, when we get to the videos, we will have you touch on them. Give us a, a little recap. Look, I know you've had a very busy week and you couldn't be bothered to actually consume any more Fall Out Boy content. I consumed a lot of Fall Out Boy this week. Okay. And by this week, I mean earlier today. We'll get into exactly what you've been doing for the last couple of weeks here in a little bit. That's a perfect segue. Mick, uh, before we get into the actual episode, uh, have you taken in any kind of media consumption this week? Um, uh, uh, well, no, not really. But um, uh, Johnny Hardwick died. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. That is, that's a tough one for you, especially. For me, especially. Probably for not a lot of people. He was the voice of, of course, Dale Gribble on King of the Hill. If the you critically got, acclaimed cartoon show. Gun to my head, I'd probably say King of the Hill is my favorite TV show of all time. I'm surprised you don't have a, a King of the Hill tattoo yet. Well, I don't know what the right one to get is. I thought about it ad nauseum, and I just don't know what it's, to do. It's a, a, a propane tank with Hank's head in it, like face, uh, the face of his head. I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen that before. I'm not or sure that's what the, I want. get the Strickland propane logo. Little... See, you keep suggesting that. That's such a bad idea. Why? It's too, it's too, a bunch of a deep cut. That's str- cool. Ooh, we get Sugarfoots. <laughs> hey there, Sugarfoot. You just want to be a fucking walking billboard for the brands that exist in the King of the Hill universe. Yeah, that's true. I do. Megalomart? Was it, Me- is that the, the Walmart? Yeah. yeah. It blew With up. Chuck Mangione? <laughs> <laughs> He's like living inside the Megalomart? Yes. Um, uh, R.I.P. Buckley. Uh, King of the Hill is a perfect show. Uh, he was also a writer on the show. He also produced a bunch of episodes. Chuck um, Mangione did? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Actually, I wonder if Chuck... Is, do you think Chuck, Chuck Mangione is probably still alive? Yeah, of course. It's crazy. Feels so good. Tom Petty is... Tom Petty died. Yeah, he, he died he, in like 2016, right? Yeah, and Brittany yeah. Murphy died. That's true, yeah. They're supposed to be doing a... Re- from my understanding, they've already like recorded three episodes with... Johnny Hardwick doing Dale's voice. Oh, okay. And obviously he can't do any more episodes. They should just stop this reboot. They should stop no, the reboot. It's supposed to be like 20 years in the future or something, right? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like present day or whatever. Mm. It's not fun anymore. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, there's so many remakes and there's so many like reboots. They're doing a Frasier reboot. I'm not happy about that. Are they that. really? Yeah, they are. <laughs> so. Is it like a new Frasier? Is it like I, I would, young young Frasier and young Sheldon? No, no, I wish. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's kind of covering like, uh, pres- it's like King of the Hill. It's present day. They've got everybody signed back on. I think it's going to be following uh, Frasier and his son, Frederick, who the actor was on like the TV show Mad Men. Mm. Um, yeah, not that great. Here's it's, what they do. Yeah. Like, okay, so, you know, they have Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And like you have Sheldon on Big Bang Theory. And yep. he's like, he kind of he kind of talks like this. Look at how smart I am. <sighs> and then they have young Sheldon, but he's like kind of a younger version of that where he's like smarter than all the adults. And I love science. I'm young Sheldon. Uh-huh. They should have young Frasier. Before Frasier and yeah. before Cheers, where he's just a little boy, and he has all the same like mannerisms, like he's an alcoholic and he. Oh my god! Well, yes, they are alcoholics. <laughs> he's verbally abusive towards women and and um has weird like uh Republican like uh, politics. Yes. Well, it's <laughs> funny you say that because there are numerous episodes where it's their flashbacks, and it's young Frasier and young Niles in like prep school. Oh, is that it's really very happen? funny? Yes. Okay. Um, it's a great show. It's a perfect show. It, like King of the Hill, it's a perfect show. Okay. You love telling people how good Frasier is and no one believes you. <laughs> it's because I feel like it's like it's hard to get someone to watch Frasier because it's such a a ni- it's such a weird 90s yuppie thing. Uh-huh. Uh despite the fact that it was like super popular and got way more awards than like Seinfeld and stuff. So it's like way more critically acclaimed. Yeah. But um I don't yeah, it's a hard sell uh-huh. nowadays. I don't know. Okay. 
Yeah, I know. I, I know that like Jason Alexander, like this is. I don't. I think we've talked about this off mic. Jason yes, Alexander yeah. has never won Best Supporting Actor. David Hyde Pierce, baby. It, like he was always just getting washed Snubbed. by that by fucking sideshow Mel or whatever. Well, it's weird because well, it, I think it's because Jason Alexander also had to compete with you know Julia Louis Dreyfus and the guy who says the N word at comedy shows, <laughs> Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> and so it's like you kind of spread out the 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 supporting cast of Seinfeld. Okay. You know, whereas I think Frasier is very much like Frasier and Niles. Sure. So, I don't know. Anyways, this is the Fall Out Boy podcast. <laughs> um, All right. I, well, that's it. Just watch King of the Hill. Uh, it's great. Um, if you're if you're a young person and you were born in the middle of the in the last couple of seasons, go back and just watch the first 10 seasons. My, my YouTube has been recommending me a lot of King of the Hill clips for some weird reason. Uh, I'm not mad at it. King of the Hill is a very good show. So. Yes. Um, what's your media consumption? My media consumption is a little game called Baldur's Gate three. Of course. Uh, I've been playing it a lot since I got back from vacation in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much like, it's just straight up Dungeons and Dragons, but like in a video game, like you have to do dice rolls for every kind of major thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have sex with, you can have sex. Okay. <laughs> if you, I want to tell you, okay, you have to tell me which of these is not which is not possible. You're answering my next question. Just let you let you know. I want you to know. Okay, so it, I'm going to give you a list of people that you you could or could not have sex with in Baldur's Gate three. You tell me which one is not real. Okay. Uh, you can have sex with um, a member of the opposite sex. You can have sex with a member of the same sex. You can have sex with an alien. You can have sex with a demon. You can have sex with a elf. <laughs> you can have sex with uh, a uh, a woman that looks like a demon that has a, a, a machine heart. Which of those can you not have sex with? I'm going to just use context clues. Like, you know, like... SA- you can fuck them all, yeah, baby. Yeah. SAT-like style like questions here. You, you can just fuck them all. It's a trick question. Yeah, it's great. It's a great game. It's very frustrating because it's just like real Dungeons & Dragons where you're fucked by the roll of a dice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's a very deep game. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be game of the year. Sounds deep. It's going to be game of the year. Like no Sounds other deep. games that come out in 2023 will be able to compete with Baldur's Gate 3. Uh no matter what system it's on, no matter if it's a legacy title, no matter if it's, you know, on the Switch, if it's on You stop doing this. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. You act like I like am the spokesperson I'm for just Nintendo. Kidding. Well, you're always like you're always dressed up in like a uh I'm not a, just I'm not you're, I'm always, just, I'm well, you're wearing like a, a green Triforce tee and some cargo shorts right now. I do that is an undefeated fit. <laughs> and toe shoes and a fedora. <laughs> there should be like a Supreme drop where Supreme just does that outfit. <laughs> and people would still spend oh, hundreds of, like thousands of dollars on yes. it. Yes. Like, oh you got that new Supreme Zelda tee? It's fucking great. Jesus. Target exclusive Supreme. <laughs> Look, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're talking about your Boulder's Gate. There's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Yeah, this. please. Um, the first one is not really. A, I'm not like calling you out. I'm just kind of like presenting you with information okay. here. Um, you guys are just basically playing like a fucking hentai game. You guys are playing a girl game. A girl game. What does that mean? That's like the the little fucking like where you like it's a point and click. Like you just try to have sex with like a like a like a like a high school age <laughs> anime girl. Yeah. Well, it's these are all doing. these are all women in their 30s and they're all aliens. Okay, sure they are. That's what I think. Fact yeah. check. Like, if anyone listening, can, they're all uh, women in their 30s. Elf, she's probably like 150 years old. <laughs> How does she present, though? Like 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and other than that, I mean, like I, like we talked about, I was just in a, in San Diego for a vacation. Uh, me and my lovely fiance, Carly, went out to get some get some sun. 
And uh, not enough of that here, right? No, no. We we (laughs) just went some bar hopping, uh, went to uh, the USS Midway where they, you know, filmed Midway video games. Ooh, I love that. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, I ate, I went to a really cool bar called the Lion's Share, which is a sort of like, do you remember the bar in town uh, that I guess he kind of looks like uh, the artifice or uh, artisan? The bar in town that kind of looks like the artisan? Like the, the bar, the lion's share, looks sort of like the same decor as like oh, okay. artisan. Yeah, like hipster gothic. Like, yes, okay. exactly. But this place, like it, it was very small, but it, like, sort of like uh, it specialized in like exotic foods. So they had like, they were like, oh yeah, we only get like exotic meat for our, like our menus and stuff to kind of, because it's like, I guess it's not as high demand. Maybe okay. You, you as a person in the, the, the restaurant business would tell me. Like... <laughs> The, I'm trying really hard to follow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, you're fine. So like, instead of getting like Kobe, don't feel any weird pressure. Instead of instead of getting like Kobe beef, okay. If you're gonna order like really good Kobe beef, you're probably gonna pay less for really good like boar meat, right? Because it's not as high demand. Are you asking would I rather be boar meat than Kobe beef? <laughs> I know. I'm asking you what would be cheaper in the from a restaurant point of view. Oh, the boar. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not as in high demand, so that's what they do. They try to get really good like exotic meats because it's better than buying like american wagyu or whatever yeah yes and yes and no yeah we're, we're not gonna get into meat talk right now okay it's not, we'll, meat, it's we'll not get, this is not an episode of meat talk i do want to say we'll get back into meat talk when we talk about your video gaming here in a little bit okay but fair we're enough. not in meat talk right now okay well yeah okay well, so you yeah you're just you wanted you want you would kind of eat what kind of fancy meat did you eat i had camel okay I ate a camel corn dog <laughs> It was delicious. That feels so illegal. It was, <laughs> that's why I bought it. I was like, ooh, this feels wrong. I want it. It feels like you shouldn't be doing that. It was like a spicy venison-y corn dog. It was fucking great, dude. Camels are naturally spicy. I was also faced so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I might not be remembering it correctly. But yeah, that's a uh, shout out to the Lion Share. Really cool bar in San Diego. Do they still serve it on like a paper plate with just like a ketchup no. and mustard dr- squirted directly onto a, the wet plate? A lot of like, we, I, I don't know. It's like uh, a lot of the, I don't know if it's in vogue in San Diego right now. A lot of places had this weird like flat stone plates. I know what you're talking about. I yeah. hated those. Oh yeah, that's stupid. It's really hard to pick up, but yeah. It's like you, you couldn't get any farther from a bowl. Well, I guess if you like had a like convex what? <laughs> or yes, everything just rolls off the what side. What if you went to like a really like posh, <laughs> oh, yeah. douchey restaurant and they gave you like a convex bowl and it's just like you have to like <laughs> uh, you have to lap it up with your tongue? Like, that'll be three hundred dollars, please. Oh boy, I don't think that's like I don't think anyone else thinks that's incredibly funny, but I think that's like one of the funniest things I've ever thought of. The idea you, you go to a presentation restaurant and someone gives you like <laughs> they, they they give it to you and then they like before they drop it on the plate you have to like angle it into your mouth. <laughs> It's part of the experience. Oh boy. Um, okay. So anyway, you had you had camel meat. I ate camel meat. Any hey, other sumi guys? Any other exotic meats? Uh, they, like I said, wild boar and then frog. Like frog, they had frog okay. legs. You know that kind yeah. of stuff. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I was just like, I want to try that. I saw that on the menu as soon as we walked in. I was like, I'm eating that. Okay. So, yeah. You're a big fan of eating horse meat, also. I bro. I've only. I would love to get my hands on horse meat. Whenever we're talking about like how like. One of our friends like may own a horse. You're like you start you start like writhing your hands like I'm gonna kill that. Salad. I'm like I have to get the saliva out of my into my mouth. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun in San Diego. It was nice to be away from you for a couple of weeks. Oh, really Personally, great. I'd yeah. wish you take some more vacations. Hey, if you fund it, I'll do it. Um, I want to go back uh, real quick. Yeah, I want to go back to, and this will lead into the podcast. Okay, this is gonna we're gonna we talk, talk about, about Fallout Boy. Where we talk about the Fallout Boy podcast. Okay, I like we were talking about what time do we want to record today? Yeah. 
And you, <laughs> okay. And uh, you told me, uh huh. Do you, I'm. You, I know uh, you're going. With uh, this. I'm still working. I'm still working on my research, and I've got a lot <laughs> of work to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you like on, an honest question? No bullshit. How do you fucking sleep at night just lying directly to me? I had to work on getting out of that fucking dungeon. I was trapped. <laughs> it's one of two things. You either are you either are behind on work because you're playing video games all fucking morning <laughs> and all night. Or you're, there's no work to even be done, and you just want to play video games for even longer. So which one is it? Be honest with me now. <laughs> look, you but look, hey, like listen, okay, look. There are times. It's rare where I do lie to you because I want to play more video games, and I should, <laughs> and I, and I, I've been playing video games all day, and I should be listening to Fallout Boy songs, but I'm not. You can't do both. Look, you have to be really <laughs> attentive when your when your life depends on a dice roll. Okay, I can't be listening to fucking Mania. And worrying about somebody's like trying to break my fucking stealth check. I'll give you a, I'll give you a break on this one because I think it's not that you can't listen to Mania; it's that you don't want to listen to Mania. Listen, we'll get into it. We'll get we'll into get it. We'll get into it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. All right. Well, that's all I had for for media. If you have anything else, like let me know. If our guests, if our guests want to reach out to what kind of media they've been listening to, or, oh yeah, or, if you're playing Baldur's Gate, yeah. Anyone else want to put Eric on blast for lying about when he's playing video games while he should I be hope working? My boss is not listening to this episode right now. Oh, oh! Did you know uh, Pete Wentz is going to have a signature base coming out? Another signature <laughs> base. I might buy it. I did see that. Yeah, I was like, shit. Do you want to do some quick Fallout Boy like just like rapid fires? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't know what show it was, but um, they played a Descendants cover. Oh really? Because the lead, the again, Descendants, a band that started in 1979. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the lead singer had a heart attack recently, and so Patrick Milo had a heart attack. Milo had a heart attack. Oh, I shit. mean, he was 16 and in, in you know he was probably 15 in 1979. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're getting up there, is what I'm saying. Do you, uh, yeah. So cool. he just he played he played a Descendants song real quick. He played a I I don't even remember what song it was. I think it's like I Eat Food. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's my quick follow-up boy. Yeah, if you can find it, let us, we'll put it in the show notes. I'll find it. And put oh, it and some asshole, I don't want to call you, you're probably an asshole, um, is doing like this follow-up boy song bracket on Twitter. Did you see this? No, I did not see I'll that. Show it, I'll show it to you after. We'll, okay. we'll, I already reposted it. You're not an asshole. You're probably a nice guy. But probably a good dude. There's a song bracket going on right now. All right, I got another rapid fire follow-up boy. Uh, follow-up boy announced uh, they're playing a festival in Australia uh, for Debo's final year of uh, performance. Did you uh-huh. see that? I did. I reposted it, yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, mm-hmm. okay, nice. Yeah. Good to know you checked the Twitter. I don't check the Twitter. I know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Like, Debo like, was like 79 when yeah. they started. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, same year as uh, Descendants. That's crazy, <laughs> Big dude. year for bands that start with D-E. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's the this, it's a festival. The three headliners are Fall Out Boy, Limp Bizkit, and Devo. That sounds like a good fucking show, honestly. It, it sounds like the my um the 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 track I took as a music listener. Yeah. Like high like in middle school I was like um Limp Biscuit. This shit kicks ass. I did it all for the Nookie. <laughs> yeah. And then like the you're beginning years old you're like I love Nookie. <laughs> and then the beginning years of high school are like, ooh, Fallout Boy. Right, right. And then like maturing into like a uh, uh elder high schooler slash out of high school like I like Devo. Yeah. That's true. That is that is truly the path you did take. Anyway, that's just me, corner me talking about me. Well, that was our, our follow boy rapid fire. Yeah. Do you have anything else for that? Nope. Me I just have one thing. Let's fucking <laughs> shut it down then. Um, okay. Well, then how about this? We take a quick little break and then we come back and we'll get balls deep into this fucking track by track. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I, I this is going to be my favorite follow boy record of all time. Hey, spoiler alert. Me too. 
All right, well, here. Do you want to play a little tune? Yeah, do you try to play something from Mania? No, I'll play Nookie. Oh, okay, I'll play some Nookie. <laughs> Lord Brisket. You know, in middle school, I um I bought like a um red fitted Yankees hat. Dude, that's fucking cool. I wanted a red I wanted a red fitted like new era hat so badly. It made me look like a massive douchebag. Well, of course. Did you wear like a, a rib day shirt when you were doing it? I don't think I did. Oh well. I think I, I think I wore just like a Yankees shirt. I used to be a Yankees fan in middle school. I don't think we've ever talked about that. Yankee with no brim. <laughs> anyway, go Yanks. Derek Jeter, I hope you're listening. We'll see you on the other side of this break. It feels very loud, and I'm loving it. <laughs> that's, you, that's the only way you play Limp Biscuit, bro. <laughs> and we're back. This is Limp Biscuit rolling. We, we've just been listening to this the entire time it's on a loop. Great, dude. It's a great song. Yeah. This is From Under the Dork Tree. We are back from break, and we're covering the 2018 album Mania. Yeah. Mick, you ready to get back into this fucking track by track? Do you want to give everyone a pants update before we get started? Oh, I did change my pants while we went on break. You've changed your pants twice during this podcast. Well, okay. So initially, all right, we'll part the kimono for you guys. Uh, When I came outside when Mick knocked on my door, I was wearing pajama pants. Yes. Uh, You were very uncomfortable with that. Just don't like pajama pants. Something about it. Is it too flowy for you? Well... I wonder how serious you're going to take the podcast if you're wearing pajama pants. I was wearing like pajama pants and like dinosaur slippers and stuff. <laughs> uh, and so Mick berated me and asked me to put on different pants. So I put on a big pair of uh, baggy jeans. So that's partially true. I asked him if he would put in, put on real pants. It is true that I asked him. I didn't berate him. Yeah. And then he put on big, big starchy pants. There was so they much starchy. <laughs> they were just, they were, they were a pair of light wash h&m jeans that were very baggy they were huge pants because i'm like a i'm like a young zoomer you are a young person you have big starchy pants yeah that's me hey quick question about uh not necessarily pants do you prefer significant other or chocolate uh chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water <laughs> i have no fucking idea i think significant uh, significant other for me what's in there what is the other one two dollar bill is the other one before that three dollar bill that's there the first go. one yeah um i couldn't tell you anything about it. it's been so long and thank god i've forgotten all of it Bro, don't fucking put on this <laughs> fucking fake act that you don't think Limp Biscuit's good. Your voice cracked in a way that you're actually I was so insulted. angry. You um, pissed off Frederick Durst. <laughs> um, I think as a society, we've realized that Corn was really the the heavy hitter in that genre. Corn is such an important band. It's not even a bit. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's it's weird that people haven't caught on to this. That band Corn is so fucking good. It's good, and they lit- they literally changed music. Oh yes, they did. Yeah, they did. are you are you being funny? I'm not fucking okay. joking around. I'm best serious. band to come out of Bakersfield. <laughs> are they from Bakersfield? I think so. Yeah. Oh man, that makes so much. I think sense. a lot of them are from Bakersfield. I think like maybe <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if fucking Pod is also from Bakersfield. That makes so much sense. There's so much meth running through that fucking city. <laughs> Town, Corn- I guess you wouldn't call it a city. You're listening to from under the cornfield, a, a corn podcast. Why do I feel like we've made this exact same? We joke? have not, but like twenty. I'm glad we did. <laughs> um, under the corn tree, under the cornstalk. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we'll get back to Fall Out Boy. Mick, sorry, I I lead you astray, and I'm, that's my fault, and I'm sorry. I think this is my fault. I started talking about your pants. And and yeah, but I started talking about in corn. and around them, so. Well, 
Let's get into Mania. Okay, so let's do it. Track by fucking track. We'll do track one. This is a little song called Stay Frosty Royal Milk Tea. <laughs> and we'll play it right now. Just enjoy it. Just take it in. I'm so motivated. Dude, you're going fucking off, dude. I feel like I could do anything. Anyway. All right, that's Stay Frosty Royal Milk Tea. Do you like milk tea? You love, I think, do you want to tell us what your favorite milk tea spot in Las Vegas is? Hey, bud, no shit. I have I have written down, what is royal milk tea? Like, what is that? I have no idea. Okay, I thought you, as the um, aging otaku... <laughs> I am aging, and I am an otaku. <laughs> I thought you would know. Like, it is like it's got to be like a boba drink, right? I, that's what I thought. Is a boba drink. Hey, our guests chime in. What what exactly is royal? It's milk tea. It's got to be, but royal is right, royal right. milk tea. Like, like, I mean, it's probably just or just a different kind of like boba drink or Maybe. whatever. Anyway, you got any boba spots you like to hit up in when you're in sunny old Las Vegas? No, not me. I'm not like like I enjoy a boba drink, but I'm okay. not like a picky boba person. I'm I, like I'm like I'm like the, the guy who 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 says Carl's Jr. is like the best burger in town. Go to f- go to fucking hell. I don't believe that. I was gonna say go to fuck yourself. <laughs> go to fuck yourself. Go to fuck yourself. But like I'm that kind of like boba uh, uh, consumer. I really don't care. It's all kind of the same to me. Well, your wife. Yes. introduced me to my favorite boba spot in las vegas which is tiger sugar yes i should yeah you know that's that is my answer yeah yeah you're right tiger sugar's fucking great man it is good yeah they only have like one flavor though i feel like <laughs> but it's a good flavor it just tastes like cereal milk i'll I tell you it. every time i go to this fucking boba place yeah i'll get a different number <laughs> it's like <laughs> one through 26 and they're all the exact what a same fucking grift dude you, you charge an extra for all these different flavors you got one fucking flavor we'll be in a room delicious and we'll be in a room and i'm not gonna say names but you know who you are yeah with five six seven other people yeah and they're all drinking one of these boba drinks and every one of them like oh i want this one i want this one and i know all of your drinks taste exactly the fucking That's, same okay so i I've, I've been in that room that you're talking about and i don't i i think i'm right there with you i'm like all this shit's the same <laughs> I'm glad that we finally we finally agreed on something. <laughs> I'm glad that on the first track we've been talking about boba for the first for the first. What's well, gotta fill out four. some time, dude? <laughs> okay, so yeah, stay frosty, royal milk tea. How do you feel about this song? I don't like it. No, sir. I don't like <laughs> no, it. No, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you What do you think? Do you have Let, any thoughts? Any illuminating thoughts? Well, I, I have, grab my sunglasses. That I forgot about. Oh yeah, you gotta put those on. I had one weird thought. Now let me ask you this. Is this song ahead of its time? Because stay, <laughs> hold on, stay with me, stay with me for a second. Stay frosty, royal milk tea sounds like a fucking K-pop song. Well, is it? A, well, it's 2018. Wasn't K-pop already like a thing? K-pop was already a thing, but I feel like K-pop kind of like blew up around that time. Okay. So is is Fall Out Boy ahead of the curve that they made a K-pop song, or is K-pop just so behind that they sound like? 2016 2015 music <laughs> in the u.s uh both and neither i would yeah, say <laughs> i don't know i was just like yeah this sounds like a fucking k-pop song you can tell like i'm such a piece of shit man i'm pretty sure there's one of these songs that's remixed by someone from bts oh really but i didn't write it down because it was oh. like it like we're not even talking about the remix we're just talking about the actual song it didn't really seem like okay. incredibly important yeah but like when we're talking about k-pop i guess one of the assholes from bts like is at least remixed one of these songs or something so i think you're on to something that's what it i'm trying like, to say it you're sounds on like something. a fucking k-pop song yeah um notable lyrics uh, i'm about to go tanya harding on the whole world's knee yeah great line great line pete it's a great line 
Now, for our listeners who maybe don't know who Tanya Harding is, do you want to go into that whole debacle? Um, yeah, to the extent to I never saw that movie. Right, but you were in the you were a nineties kid. You know, yeah, you know. I was six years old when this was happening, so yeah. I have a crystal clear memory. <laughs> um, this is during the Olympics. Yeah, the ninety eight. I think ninety. Well, it's got to be ninety four. Well, Atlanta. no, ninety six. It's got to be this preparation for like the ninety six Olympics or yeah. something. Oh boy, um, uh, Tanya Harding either took a billy club to no, she paid somebody to do it, or she paid someone to do it, or she didn't do it at all, depending on you know what side of history Who you, you want to be yeah. on. Um, but yeah, it's basically to, to her. Wait, good. It was basically it's a perfect storm of kind of like this, um, like America. It's like American celebrity, right? Uh, slash, like it's almost like a soap opera level, like controversy where yeah. it's it honestly like not to say that all these things are the same severity, but mm-hmm. it's like I lump in like John and Lorena Bobbitt, uh, Tanya oh, Harding. True. The o- oh, I know OJ, OJ is a lot more serious because he actually killed someone. <laughs> but Allegedly. It's, it's all His this- son did. <laughs> yes, we've established this uh, a couple episodes ago. But it is this very like 90s- um, uh, It's in the news. Yeah, it's like this 90s- What, what are those like um, fake news- like um, Tabloids. 90s tabloids yeah. kind of circuit. It was this kind of like, this kind of stuff was very popular back then. It, it's like the 90s version of like a viral thing where it wouldn't, it wouldn't just change every two days. It was like, it was like, we'd focus on it for like weeks and months. That's a, That's such a great like comparison. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, it's like we, you talk about this stuff for like at the water cooler for three months. Yeah. Whereas like that cop f- flying out of the slide. Wait. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's a great video. Because <laughs> out of that thing at like 30 miles an hour. <laughs> I think this is the hardest we've ever laughed on this podcast. <laughs> that was that was gone in three days. I know. It was the best. It was a great three days. <laughs> but if like, like, that's just, you know, it's, this is commentary on like how things go viral. Yeah. <laughs> He really did go flying out of that fucking slide. Did you see people going down the slide like the, the days after? <laughs> they just went down normally. <laughs> he did like a running start to go out of that fucking slide. I saw one person go down the slide and he kind of like, he got like launched a little bit. Like he was maybe like, he didn't land on the on the bottom of the slide. He kind of uh-huh. like his butt kind of like, uh, like Scooted. popped over. Yeah. And it's like. This guy like went went down there with like some velocity. What did that cop do? <laughs> How was he backwards? How did he fly thirty feet? Like, did you see the video where somebody like they they digitally made like thirty cops go down that slide? <laughs> that was great, man. What a great three days. Yeah. Um. Really hard hitting analysis on stay frosty boba milk tea right now. And Tanya Harding and Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'll go into some actual analysis. Yeah, on yeah. Song. Let's get into it. Is it just me, or is it like forty percent of Fall Out Boy songs for the last like three records just like vaguely motivational, or kind like of, just yeah. kind of like these like pump you up like yeah. gym songs? I, I have gyms. Okay, I, we're about to get into gym songs. Yeah, like it's like it's you're right. Yeah, same kind of music where it's like vaguely just like you're doing great. Right, keep working on the elliptical That's type pop, music. Buddy. You yeah. know. Um, it sucks. The, the lyrics have kind of taken a hit as well. Like mm-hmm. they're not, it's like, yeah, you do still have like that sort of like clever wordplay peppered in there. Mm-hmm. But the, I'm looking at the, like the song structure and the, the verses are shorter. The choruses and the bridges are longer and they repeat more often. Dude, it's, I'm going to destroy this, the song structure on some of these songs. Okay. As we get deeper into it. I want to get into it. But before we get into the next song, uh, do you, do you have any like lyrics from this that you want to touch on? Oh, you know, I do. Okay. 
Are you spelling that shit? Yeah. Are you spelling that shit? Audu resistance. Audu resistance. Um, fans of the podcast, uh, personal friends of mine know I do not like French people. Hey, you're looking at one right now, buddy. <laughs> Are you French? I'm part French. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Um, so no, I don't like anything French related. It's just gross. So are you, you smelling have... that poo poo? I don't want to smell poo poo. <laughs> Nobody wants to smell poo poo. Do you have the translation for Audu resistance? Um, I had it written. I no shit. Yeah. No are shit. you smelling that shit? <laughs> yeah. I looked it up and didn't want to write it down because it started pissing me off. So okay, well I've got it written down. Can I? Do you want me to go? Into I'd it? love for you to. So Audu resistance is a uh, direct translation resistance water um which i guess you could say is like the the tidal wave on the the cover of this album uh-huh uh uh-huh. it's also like en du toilet which is like a cologne or perfume <laughs> do you remember when you were a kid and you found out that perfume was just oh, toilet dude, water toilet? <laughs> And you're like, let me, oh, uh, hey. Uh, I make toilet water every day. Oh, uh, hey, mom, can we go to the Dillard's so and get some toilet water? <laughs> Am I Beetlejuice? Is that what you're doing? Am I Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice? Ooh, they're doing a reboot of Beetlejuice. You know that? Are they really? Or a sequel? I oh, don't know. Oh, my God. Man. What are they not doing a sequel of these days? <sighs> There's going to be a sequel to Under the Dork Tree podcast on Netflix there <laughs> soon. We get no residuals. No zids. And it's because no. we're on strike. <laughs> yes. Um, so, also, since it's a play on words for en du resistance, en du toilet. Uh, it's the smell of resistance. Uh, my other notes are: this is a bad song. Yeah, uh, I do like the high. I like that it's a high energy intro song, which I always enjoy. I don't like a slow energy intro song. Mm-hmm. Get me, get me in the fucking mix, baby. Get put me in there. I, I I agree with you. I just think this is maybe the worst song in the record. It's, it, well, we'll see. The sequencing of this uh-huh. record is very strange to me. Obviously, if I'm saying the first song is the worst song. Um, I didn't think of this sequencing for this album at all. I have a bunch of notes about just like why this song is bad, but I have better examples as we get down through the record. So I'm ready to move on. Okay. If you're, oh, do you want Stay Frosty? That's got a military thing. Stay Frosty, Pony Boy. Isn't that, oh, is that no, it's Stay Gold? Sorry. <laughs> Isn't but when you I say mean, Stay Frosty is like a, yeah, it's just a like to stay. It's cool. like be cool, you be know. Cool. Chill hey, out. chill out. Hey, no big deal. No big deal. NBD. NBD. Um, look. A few of our listeners, a few of our super fans, have said "Be Be Gentle." This is their favorite album, and we will. I'm 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 going into this very fair, and I hope you were too. It's gonna get a little bit better. I'm just gonna say this: like "Stay Frosty" is is really bad. Bad start. Yeah, and, I, but I agree. I, I'll have nice things to say. Yeah, like absolutely. the next song. Like the next song. So we'll get right into it. Then, last of the real ones, track two, one of the main singles from this album. We're gonna listen to it a little bit right now. <laughs> Problematic Bay. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So the last of the real ones. Let's get into it. How do you do you like this song? I think I kind of I kind of do. Don't pussyfoot. I like this song. It's hard to say. Like, okay, we've talked about this off mic. I think we might have talked about it on mic. Yeah. You and I have spent so much time intimately with fallout boy yes <laughs> the, the 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 goalpost has moved on what we consider a good song and i think if they've gaslit us it's a little bit of like the time that we've the time we've spent with fallout boy i i appreciate i i kind of we've we look in the we look in the fallout boy window i know what they're going for on this yeah. song i appreciate what they're doing well i see some things that maybe i don't love but i appreciate what they're doing well yes. i think i like as a fallout boy song i like this i'm not sure i love the song Okay. I think no, I think I, I kind of do like the song. I'm okay with saying I like the song and I think this is a decent Fallout Boy song. This is a good pop song. 
This yes. is a good pop song. It's a great. And, and look, I'm not a pop fan, but I like this song. I'm not mad at it. We like this song. We like this song. Um, what is this song about? It's it, it's like it's, it's like most of the songs that are on this album. It's like a it's a a former lover or like a person that you might have had a relationship with before, and you're sort of like that sort of longing uh, or like reminiscing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just sort of like she. Hey, she was a baddie. <laughs> or they that, were they were a baddie. That's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's like it doesn't really feel like Fallout Boy dialogue to be like, oh yeah, she was a real one. Yeah, I can't imagine any of them. It's actually always saying, I was a real one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I get what you're what they're trying to say. Yeah, and it's like it's weirdly kind of pigeonholing vaguely youth language or or, oh, yeah, or a kind of language doesn't really feel like appropriate in a Fallout Boy song. But it's like I kind of I know what you're going for, so I'm just gonna kind of look the other way. Right. Um, Reddit I love the user, energy though. Reddit user Smanty okay. has like a wall of text um, saying that this song is actually about like superheroes. Oh god! That this is like a okay. th- this is like Pete and Patrick trying to craft like this um, story about uh, how like oh the superhero they're the last of the real ones. Um, no one read it and everyone was like you're insane. No one has any idea. Like you're what the fuck are you talking right, about? Right, right. So I just want to give a shout out to Smanty for putting out a dumb Reddit post. <laughs> well, hey, this is an enjoyable song. I like you mentioned before. This is a definitely a song that I think would be on my gym playlist. Okay, it's a good song. Um, I think it's a good song. I think it should be fifty seconds shorter. Really? Yeah, it's too long. Dude, here's like a small nitpick, but this album is very short. It's like thirty minutes long. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a, a tiny album. I when I was, it's only ten ten songs. Too. Yeah, true. Um, I wonder if your therapist knows everything about me. A pretty, pretty that's a good lyric. It feels, it, and it kind of feels like it's an very old, in its time, it, yeah. and it kind of feels you. It's in its time, but also kind of feels like a Fall Out Boy lyric. It's a throwback, to you know, that like old, yeah. I, I, I think what we're trying to say is like this. This song weirdly feels current in 2018, okay, but also feels like a Fall Out Boy song, and Fall Out Boy is a band from 2003. You get it, a little bit of that like shitty bad guy, bad boy, a little bit, yeah. yeah. It's like clever, good lyrics, okay. It, it kind of, it's, it's a, it's. It, I would. Inc- I know on the surface it seems just like a dumb pop song. I think this is a pretty okay like. This is a good song. It's a pretty okay Fall Out Boy song. It's a good. It's song. a pretty okay Fall Out Boy song. Um, at this point, do you have anything else for this song? No, no, you have more. Go ahead, go. I'm gonna show Eric a meme. I don't want to like. Okay, so I don't want to say the meme out loud. Okay. And even if I did, you want my reaction. Memes first. are like a uh visual like medium. Right. So it wouldn't be funny either way. But um. When I was thinking about this song, this is the first meme that pops in my head. I'm going to show Eric the meme. Okay. We're not going to comment on it because it's not really appropriate for us to comment on. And then we're just going to move on to the podcast. So I'm showing him the meme right now. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? What before? is that? No, I mean, yeah, that's a, I've never seen that meme before. It has no. the word real in it, you know? Yeah, that's like true. real ones. What's and, the other word? Okay. So do we want to go on the next song? Okay. So next song. Hold Me Tight or Don't, one of the other singles from this album. And we'll play a little bit for you guys right now. Sounds like Ed Sheeran. Damn, this song's looking good. Mount Rushmore of like just like like dancehall and like reggaeton artists. Number one. With a bullet. Ed Sheeran, number one. Fallout Boy, number two. Okay. Um, Daddy Yankee number three. <laughs> okay, okay, that was "Hold Me Tight or Don't" track three. Do you like this? 
you're a real dance hall guy. You love your you love you love the the islands. You love the island music. Yeah, I I uh, yeah I I consume a lot of like music that kind of is uh, inspired by or inspired from this. I'm not really sure if I like it. If we're being totally okay. honest, I, I I've I've been marinating on this for for a while. I really don't I don't really know. Okay, what do you think? Do you do you do you like this I'm, song? See, I don't have the look. I don't have the background. Like I understand you've got your ska roots and you have to you have to protect that. I understand that. I don't, and I just think it's a fun, stupid song. <laughs> here's what, so here's my thing though. It's like I'm trying to figure out like what song this reminds me of, and this reminds me of two different two different songs. Okay. Um, it reminds me of uh, La Isla Bonita by Madonna, or uh, Rich Girl by Gwen Stefani. It's they both kind of have that like that sort of dance hall beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And I just don't know which one it kind of it, it. It reminds me of another song, another pop song, and I just couldn't put my finger on it. It's crazy how many cultures Gwen Stefani's "Rich Girl" like appropriates, because it's like it's you mean like, that whole album. <laughs> I mean her whole existence. Well, ooh, imagine if she was fucking red dotting while she was also doing that. Oh my god! Because it's like okay, "Rich Girl" is a, a song from Fiddle on the Roof. Yes, which Jewish is, culture, uh, and it's also like to like a dancehall beat, which is basically jamaican, jamaican and, caribbean island yeah and then she also has this is where she has her the harajuku girls yeah love angel music baby <laughs> she really went for the hat trick on the cultural appropriation <laughs> I mean, on that one i, I mean it's a like grand back. slam because yeah. you know it's a whole bunch of other stuff in there because in the next song she takes like uh la uh like latino chola culture oh, yeah. as well <laughs> which looks fucking great that um, that song is fucking great shut up shut the fuck up <laughs> um i have that this song is a combination between 311 meets maroon 5 Huh. Which is not a compliment. Just so you I know. was going to say, you're kind of onto something there. <laughs> Maybe 311 mixed with uh, some Gwen Stefani, too. Okay. I don't know. There's just, there's some, there's a female vocalist that this is reminding me of, and I'm not sure if it's Gwen Stefani or Madonna yet. Okay. I mean, so. either or. I'm just saying, like, sonically, it's like with like the kind of whistling and like snapping and kind of like the up tempo kind of pop thing is yeah. very Maroon 5, and then um, 311 because it's a bunch of white guys trying to play reggae. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I will tell you, I don't, you know what? Hey, white guys can play reggae. You listen to a bunch of songs where guys, white guys are playing (laughs) reggae. Oh, yes, of course. Like what? Madness is all white, right? Madness doesn't really play. Well, this is a complicated thing to go down. Okay. This is, hey, how many episodes has it been since we've gotten into Scott Corner? Let's get into fucking Scott Corner real quick. Scott Corner. Um, if you're a white person, a non Jamaican person, like a non POC, like non, um, Hispanic Caribbean. If yes. you're trying to like play like music from this area, you can do that. Tread but, lightly, but just be aware of what you're doing. Right. And I'm not sure 311 is aware of what they're doing. 311 oh, no. from Nebraska. Yeah, no, you no. know, like, and that's not that's not a joke. They're fr- they're actually from Nebraska. I'm not saying that you that, like people from Nebraska don't understand. I just don't think 311. No. From what I got, yeah. like, you know. Do you want to talk about the Las Vegas based gang called the 311 Boys? <laughs> Do you remember that? Were they Las Vegas based? They were a Las Vegas based gang called the 311 Boys. <laughs> we were both in the 311 Boys. No, we were no, not. You stop that right now. What did they do before I, I before think, I regret making that I, joke? I, I think it was more of like a like a a fight club. I think they had a fight club going or something okay. like that happening. I don't know. That's cool. You know, there's an Eldorado fight club at, at the high school we went to. We should we should go back there and like queue <laughs> beat up. a bunch of 17 year olds. <laughs> you know, get our asses kicked how, by 17. Well, how many 17 year olds do you think you'd take? If you ask me, near, no shit. Serious answer? Yeah, on God. <laughs> I am realizing, like, this year, uh-huh. I'm really starting to break down a lot. Like, I'm, Oh, I'm, okay. I'm not sure. Like, uh, like, a couple years ago, I probably could have 
held my own. Yeah. But you know, just like an like um you know how athletes like kind of reach a point where it kind of falls off a cliff? Right. Now imagine a normal person, the cliff they fall off. <laughs> yeah. I've hit that cliff. My athlete I am I have lost a lot of athleticism. So how many the- so okay, realistically, how many 17-year-olds? How many high schoolers do you think you could take? I hate to admit this. If they're like comparable to my size, yeah. z- zero. Really? Like if a, a high schooler like really like wanted to like like chop it up, yeah. I, I'm not sure I would be able to <laughs> Okay, I mean, a small, like a, a small, <laughs> like a freshman. you know, like a one, <laughs> like chess team or he's like in band or something. Hey, high schoolers, you want to go? <laughs> Come to Mick's house. Yeah. Let's, let's do, let's do a charity boxing. <laughs> mm-hmm. How many high schoolers do you think you could take? As long as they're not on the wrestling team or a varsity athlete, probably like three or four. We'll have to put this to, to like five. You think you could take five? I've like normal people don't know how to fight. That's the thing. It's like you don't know how to fight. So okay. it's like, you know, I'm I'm a trained person. I know how to like <laughs> grapple and box. <laughs> yeah, you've And also I I feel like I've seen you know, you I think I think what your problem is is that you're thinking of like high schoolers from the lens of like um what's that one show called? Uh Euphoria. Where they're all like twenty four years old. <laughs> when you see like an actual high schooler, there it's a child. Yeah. That's the thing. So I think you would probably take more than zero or I, one. I think if you if this is a two on one between me and uh, Sydney Sweeney and and <laughs> and what's your face, um, Mary Zendaya? J- yeah, Zendaya. Uh-huh. I think I could take both of them. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. I, I'm gonna love Sydney Sweeney, uh, enemy of the show. Is, is she? She's like oh, a big like Trump person. I think like her is family really? is like yeah, our family are all like Trump people. Hey, look, we, fuck you, Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, I don't know anything about her other than I think she's on. She is on that show, right? She is, and you were talking about Big Natties earlier. <laughs> um, I can't wait for the fallout, boy. <laughs> the fallout of this podcast, where people, where you say you think you can take five high schoolers, and everyone just like, what the fuck? They cl- clip that. <laughs> um. All right. Do you want to move to the next song? Do you have anything else for for hold me tight or don't? No, dude. I have so much on this fucking song. Oh, go song. fucking go! This was the not the song to go on random tangents. Go <laughs> off, son. Um. Okay. So this song starts with like a whistle, I mm-hmm. think, or maybe it's a flute. I actually it's kinda, a whistle. Yeah. I started second guessing myself. You say it's a whistle. I say it's a whistle. Yeah. Okay. So I have a list of songs of some of the best whistling songs. Maybe not some of the best. Some of the most iconic whistling songs. Okay. I'm what gonna present got? them to you, and yeah. then we'll kind of do a little back and forth. Sure. Uh, Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. Oh, man. That was such a big song for 2013. Uh, do you know what that song's actually about? It's about school shootings. Did you actually know that? I, I knew that. Oh, my God. I know. Um, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Oh, classic. Yeah. True, true 80s classic. He was not very happy. Or late 90s. Late, early 90s. Or, sorry. Early 90s. Either or. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? He was not very happy. No. Because he only had one song. Uh, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Great song. Absolutely. Underrated song. One of my favorite anime ending songs. <laughs> you know more the, you JoJo's know? Bizarre Ball Sack Yeah, dude. JoJo's Bizarre, Adem- JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> um, Me and Julio, Down by the Schoolyard. You love Simon and Garfunkel. Do you not? I do. Okay. You say it like that. Well, I, I am not a, I was not a big Simon and Garfunkel fan like you, you are. If you, if I find out you don't like Simon and Garfunkel, I'm going to be you and you're going to be five high schoolers. <laughs> okay. Um, Royal Tannenbaums. That's a great, that's, yes. a, that song's in that movie. Kind of a deep cut. The, uh, Jay Giles band, Centerfold. Uh, Jay Giles, one of my favorite characters from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Fucking anime corner. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, Centerfold is yeah. an amazing song. What's it that, that beauty is a centerfold? Is yes. it? Yeah. 
I, I'm not going to sing it. Yeah. Maybe I will. Yeah. Beh- behind the paywall. Have another drink. Um, uh, La La Love You by Pixies. Bro, I love that song. Even though it's like two lines. Yeah. It's a great song. But there's whistling in it. Everything from Doolittle, man. Hey, there's so much uh, feedback from listeners about what show Mick went, went, went to to go see the Pixies. <laughs> Thank you so much for helping me with the most basic like memory skills I could have. It was just wild because they were like, hey, I think Mick went to this song, this, to this show in 2019. And I was like, no, it was 2011. It was like 10 <laughs> years before that. That's how fucking old we are. That's how stupid I am. That too. Um, and I say the best for last, the theme to the Andy Griffith show. Classic. Absolute classic. Ron Howard. <laughs> Please don't whistle into the way. <laughs> I edit, all, I edit all that out. Don't edit it out. Okay. Fuck them. Our guests. Uh, do you have anything else about whistling? Uh, no, I only... I thought you were going to... I was thinking of Whisper, and I was going to say uh, the Whisper song by the Yin Yang Twins. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think I didn't write that down because I wanted you to say it. Oh. Um, I'm going to quickly tie a knot on this song. It's an allegory or sure. for uh, drug use in a relationship, I guess, if that wasn't obvious to listen to the lyrics. Hold me tight or don't? Yeah. Okay. Um. Did you not get that? I didn't get that. No. Oh, you're a dumb shit. What was the allegory? I don't remember. I didn't have it written down. Oh, well, I thought you. I well, thought you. You're a dumb shit. Fuck you. Um, my uh, my. I think I I appreciate that Fallout Boy tried to do something creative. Yeah. Um. It's it, uh, I appreciate that Fallout Boy tried to do something creative. It's a uh, it's uh <laughs> it's a little strange for them to be doing this like kind of reggae song. It's great. Well, you know, so the we've talked about this numerous times. Pete and Patrick are both reggae fans. Yes. And this was their attempt at doing a poppy Fall Out Boy reggae song. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they succeeded in that, that's not up to me to judge. I, I don't think that they, they hit a home run on this one, but I also don't think it's like horrible either. They it's, bunted it. It's kind of somewhere in the in between. Safe. Okay, let's go on to song number three or four. So, oh my god. Yes, this is track number four. This is Wilson, Expensive Mistakes, one of the other singles from this album. And we'll get into it right now. Now, before we get into this, I'm going to start from the beginning again, so we get the intro, because I'm going to go into something similar, or something that reminds me of the intro. I'd love I'd love if you did that. Okay. So, the intro to this song, and I'll play it right now, um, <clears throat> what does this remind you of? Now, do you have anything on this intro, or anything that they might have like, taken inspiration from? Uh, off the top of my head, it'd be Maps by Yaya's. Okay, so not necessarily for me. Now, listen to this song. Uh, let me pull it up real quick on Spotify.com. You're listening to Let Me Find This on Spotify. Let me find this. Thank you, Sweden. <laughs> Thank you, Sweden? Yeah. Spotify is a Swedish company. I'm like 99% sure of that. Oh, that's right. They are. Okay. Now, this is a song called Straight to Hell by the band called The, the Clash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You might also re- recognize it from the song Paper Planes by M.I.A. Yes. I, I love like M.I.A.'s is... politics, by the way. Well, <laughs> well, you love The Clash. So, I, do. I mean, like, yeah, this is right. Is that not just like an edited ver- or like a, a reference to Straight to Hell by The Clash? I think it is. Yeah, right. I think I think I think you're right on that one. What's your favorite Clash album? London Calling or, or uh, <laughs> Combat Rock? Uh, I like London Calling more, but I like I. But that's not like I'm not not to say that I like one a lot more than the other. I just like London Calling more. That's kind of my. There's more hits on it. That's my first like big. Clash Your first record. love. Yes. Um. Do, where, where do you? Uh, do you have, yeah, the Clash. Like, yeah, I don't have any actual like you know 
notes on the song. No, 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 no. I do have notes on the song. I don't know that they actually they were like, oh, let's take that that intro to the Clash, because I mean, I I, I don't know if it's maybe like Paper Planes was fucking huge at the time, um, but I'm mean, usually they're all like punk guys, so like they would know you know all the songs on Combat Rock. It would be it would be it would it, I it would be hard to believe they didn't at least be at least slightly aware they uh, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, but I didn't see anything intentionally saying they that that's what they're yeah, paying like homage this. to. Um, which they do that later in the record. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I think it's just kind of like a little, little Easter egg for the, for those eagle eared listeners. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I, do you like the song though? Um, I have that it's an okay song, but it's a little boring. It's a little, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. It's kind of mid. Um, it's a dumb pop song, uh, but it doesn't really like. It doesn't grab me like some of the other songs in the album do, but it's it's fine. There's not a lot that sticks out that I hate. It just kind of it's a little bore, you know, just not a lot going on. The the there's a part that I hate, which is uh, I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color, <laughs> which is a line from the Adams Family movie. I, I had that written down. I tried my fucking hardest to find that scene. I cannot find it anywhere. Were you looking at the first Adams Family movie or the second one? Adams Family Values. I was looking at everything. I can okay. see, I can I I just want to see her her say it. it's it's goddamn fucking Christina Ricci Christina right? Ricci yeah I, I just, feel like it's 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 the second movie because that's when she's at camp because like nobody from the Adams family would tell her to wear a different color that's true so I think it's when she's like at camp and they're like oh wear something else wear something khaki and and forest green colored because you're at camp exactly you dress like Quail Man <laughs> um yeah uh wh- wh- do you do you know where they got the name of this song. Uh, if you had to guess, I mean, I bet- I'm assuming the movie Castaway. You got it. Okay, great. <laughs> well, they also have the Castaway head in the music video. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, I'm going to paraphrase here a little bit. Um, before they had kind of a name for this song, yeah. Uh, Pete was saying, kind of talking about how, like, oh, I'm so tired of my relationship. I just want to go on like a desert island. Oh god. Again, I'm paraphrasing. That's my best Pete voice. Well, that's both you and I. We've wanted to go off the grid before. <laughs> We're going off the grid at the end of this podcast, oh, please. With how poorly this episode is going, no, I'm just. <laughs> I think we're doing really good. This episode's good. We're doing really this is good. A good episode. All the episodes are good. Hey, doing really good. I'm just being self-deprecating. Um, so yeah, basically, the, the, I guess a loose influence for this song is this idea of like going to a desert island because you're you're sick of your lover, my lover. Hey, hey, oh, Patrick, my, my lover. Hey, Patrick, my lover is pissing me off. I wish I'd go to a desert island. Um, well, that reminds me of the 2000 film uh, Castaway starring uh, Tom Hanks. I don't know why I'm doing these weird voices on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I love the voice work you're doing, though. It's great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's why it's called Wilson. That's expensive fun, right? mistakes. Yeah. Do you have anything else for Wilson? Expensive ex- mistakes? Um, no. Okay. No. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I didn't, I just, I was like, the Clash thing, the the Adam Stanley thing, that was just really kind of, eh. The song is very mid. I think the video makes it better. The video is good. Nice recap on our thoughts on the on the song. Thank you. We should start every time just to make this podcast even longer. We oh, should yeah. start recapping everything we that we've said. said. Yeah, for sure. There's a fucking rewind button for a reason. Good song. Little boring. Next. All right. So next song, track five. This song called Church by the band Fallout Boy. This song. <laughs> I got things for this song. Oh yeah. boy. So yeah, Church. Let's play a little bit right now. You should have just played Hosier. Bro, uh, hey, let, <laughs> let me get into it, please. Take, take, me to, take me to church. Take me to church. Sorry for talking over that, but you weren't missing much. No, it's fine. Uh, what year do you think Hosier's Take Me to Church came out? Oh, God. I'm going to say 2014. Close, 2013. I just I okay. figured because 
they have a this song church. You know, mm-hmm. they're trying to capitalize on the hosier, you know, uh <laughs> popularity. They're just like a boost to like, the hosier train. Well, yeah, it's like five years late. Yeah. Um, yeah, so church. This song, not great. Do you let me ask you a in all serious though, like you know, joking around like, do you think this song is about eating pussy? <laughs> Because it's like, if you were church, I'd get on my knees. Hey, man, you're taking all my content. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't have that written down at all. No, no I don't think. I had I, it written down. Is this song about eating pussy? Um, I don't want to get too crass on this episode. That's my job. Is that something like? Is that something you do on your knees? I mean, it's isn't the angle the angle of the the female dangle a little strange? Don't <laughs> the you have to angle go, of the female dangle? You got to go down and up to do that if you're on your knees. Yeah, aren't you just like you gotta, you're you're leveraging their entire body? Aren't you just bro? like commando? What like just like <laughs> like you got, on your on you got your those stomach? Shoulders, while you're doing legs that? over your shoulders. Oh my god! I uh, how dare you do this to me? I'm so sorry. look at what you've turned me into. <laughs> you t- I've turned you into me. Um, I I, I think. I think yes. Knowing one Peter Kingston Wentz, you're supposed to. He's supposed to be invoking some like sexual. You think Pete eats pussy? I don't think Pete eats pussy (laughs) (laughs) at all. Let's go into it. Do you think? I think Pete's a great lover. I doubt that. I think Andy's a great lover, and maybe Joe because he's a fucking pervert, dude. (laughs) I I don't know if this says more about me than them. I imagine them all as great lovers. (laughs) That says more about you. I imagine me just in the center of all of them. Oh, worst (laughs) worst lovers are. Uh, Pete is the worst lover. He's very stingy. I, I disagree. Okay. I think he, I think he fucking. Would well, you want to hear my 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 reasoning? Personal experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can tell you, Pete's a bad lover. <laughs> I think Pete's a very selfish lover. I think Pat. I think Pat is very. Um, I think Pat is very not skillful, but eager. I think Pat is very eager. He wants to please his lover. Well, you, well when you call him Pat, it makes him sound very not skillful. Patrick. Okay. I think Patrick is very eager to please, but doesn't really uh, commit to it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he doesn't execute on it. Joe, he's a fucking pervert. He's going to tie you up and like he's going to be all like in like a leather <laughs> gimp suit. And he's a drummer. You know they got good rhythm. You know he's got endurance. You know Andy's laying it fucking down. You're making me sick right now. Really? I'm looking at a chub in your pants right now. <laughs> I agree with everything you say, only I think uh, Patrick's a virgin. So <laughs> That's true. Um, there's a music video for this. Do you want, do you want me to... We, yeah, go into the music video. Um, it's a non-music video. It, they, uh, a young man bumps into Pete Wentz. He walks into like a club slash church. It's like kind of a club experience, but oh, it's also God. kind of like these church pew. It, yeah. Um, he makes out with a woman, and then like the the like a mob boss chases him down and kills him, and, and that's it. <laughs> it, it. It's such a non music video. Like uh, if this were a, a singles episode, we maybe would go into it a little bit more. But there's right. the only interesting thing that happens is uh, Patrick sings from a coffin for a lot of the video, oh, which is kind of fun. That's just like, cool. Oh, he's got his arms crossed. Nos, Nosferatu, <laughs> just fucking. Um, yeah. So we we missed that. Our apologies. We'll do better next time. Look, we're gonna we're gonna do better. Yes, we swear. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. When a band comes out with a song called Church and they have this sort of like imagery and sound, is that when a band jumps the shark? That's absolutely like like yeah, we got a song called Church. That's like it's like okay, <laughs> pack it up guys, you're fucking done. Um I mean, around the time this this song came out a little bit, yeah. That's I, some U2 shit, man. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's it's this very kind of like 
grandiose, so vaguely grandiose. religious, but also vaguely anti-religious at the same time. I really don't know what you're going for. It's like a, thing. Yeah, we have a song that's called Church. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come <laughs> on. You're a fucking pop punk band from Chicago. Settle down. That's some it's silly not that shit. fucking serious. Uh, wait, so also there's a line where they say uh, sitting in the waiting room and then there's a, a, a subline called like Mr. Stump. The, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a part where where Patrick is like, I'm sitting in the waiting room, Beijing Mr. Stomp, <laughs> Beijing Mr. Stomp, Mr. Patrick Stomp. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, somebody, it's like somebody on an intercom saying Mr. Stomp. I think that's the first time anyone, because obviously you reference Pete. Pete's been referencing songs before. You've never called out Patrick by by name before. In okay. The, I think this is the first time it's happened. Okay. And wow. The only I time maybe I wouldn't have even thought of that. No, well. <laughs> I know there's that one song where they say Joe Troman is lame backwards. Well, yes, yes. So Joe's got a shout out before old Stumpy Poo. Um, I have this song. This song sounds like it's written by AI. <laughs> okay, I, I can see that. This is the beginning of the record where all these songs kind of have the same tempo. Yeah. Like, I, I can't even describe it. It's like, um, play the song here for a second. Just any part of it? Just any part of it. Going forward, all the songs on this record kind of have the same tempo, except for maybe like Young and Menace. Well, yeah. It's, it's like this slow drum beat. Sometimes there's piano. Sometimes there's like the a little church bell going. You, you know, it's for for the rest of the record and honestly part of the record before this. It all has this kind of like dun, dun, piano, 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 dun. Um, I know that's like maybe not very interesting, but you know, welcome that is from under the directory. No, that is interesting. I mean, I'm eager to. I I definitely know that. Um. Heaven's Gate has a slow thing, uh, which we'll go into next. God, Heaven's Gate sucks. Wow. Okay, we'll see where we go in the the, the rankings for the songs. Do you want to go right into Heaven's Gate? Thing? I have a couple more things. Oh yeah, go yeah for this. I just want to point out, Church. <laughs> I've said this before in other podcasts. Um, one of the reasons why lyrically I feel very uninspired, and these and to me these songs feel very uninspired. Yeah. Um, they are so vague. Um, it, yeah. It, 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 this whole record has a massive issue where it's just kind of like, um, like nothing about this feels like a personalized experience. It's either Pete or Patrick, mostly Pete writing these lyrics like, right. I love you. You're like a drug to me or you're yeah, like going that's to very church true. to me. Yeah. And like, there's nothing like, you know, um, that's as deep as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, in, old, in older records, we'd be comparing this the color of streetlights to, like, a neighbor's truck. Mm-hmm. And although that feels very adolescent, it feels very, very personalized. Right. You know, like, the... like even, like I noticed that you remind me of this thing. Even when I complained in uh, about other records, when they were talking about themselves a lot, yeah. it gave you a point of reference. Like, I definitely know the perspective here. These songs and this record suffers horribly from just kind of like every man vagueness. But that's it, but that's pop though. Exactly. But I mean, and that's the issue here. That's where okay. that's where they start to really like. I'm not. I, I understand that they're doing this because they're trying to make a pop record. Yes. I'm also pointing out this is where the record feels just not disingenuous, pers- disingenuous, and not personalized. Okay. Even though I believe Pete is probably writing from a lot of very personalized experiences, but he's just generalizing it. It doesn't come. It, you don't feel that when you're listening to the lyrics. Okay. Look, and I mean that's the thing is like I feel like that's intentional though, mm-hmm. and that's done intentionally, and you you can like that or you don't. It's a hundred percent intentional, yeah. and it sucks. Okay, it's not, it's a it's a downgrade from from the from what might be considered a childish lyric from yeah. ten years ago. It is a, a a downgrade because it's just not. It doesn't. It, it feels. It doesn't like mean a, anything. It feels you. like AI. Okay. I I hey you know what? 
I I know what you mean, and I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Sorry for talking too much about Fallout Fall Boy. Boy. <laughs> Let's get into uh, Heaven's Gate because I have a lot to go into. Oh, bro, on this I was side. so hoping that you did. <laughs> okay, are we? Do we have the same like major thing to go into? Oh, on this? yeah, duh, <laughs> of course. All right, let's go to track six, Heaven's Gate, by the band Fallout Boy. All right, that was Heaven's Gate. Fucking get into it then. Talk about the Nike. Let's let's talk about the fucking <laughs> Nikes, bro. I was shocked to find out when I was doing research. I don't really see like you'd assume you write a song called Heaven's Gate. It's probably Pete referencing the nineties cult, cult yeah. the swaggiest cult of all Absolutely. time. Absolutely, there's never been a mass suicide drippier than the, the Heaven's Cult. Were on point. <laughs> I don't think they are referencing this at all. I think it's just merely referencing the, like, the idea of Heaven's Gate. Yeah, absolutely. Heaven's Gate um, was a cult that existed. Um, I, actually, I, learned, I actually learned this kind of researching. They were around, they've been around since the 70s. Um, oh, okay. And kind of something that like after, uh, long story short, they, cre- they did a mass suicide. 39 people uh, killed themselves. Was it Los Angeles? Were they based in LA? I think they were based in LA. Yeah. The kind of like um, conversation, the dialogue surrounding them afterwards was like, this is what the internet's going to do to society. Um, and, and and it is true. Like it felt like around the time that people started getting the internet, like they started reaching a lot more people. They were not like a heavy hitter in the cult world right. beforehand, apparently. But like in the kind of as everyone started getting more access to the internet, they started getting a lot more people who were like, um, I think I'm gonna buy a black uh, tracksuit and and Nikes. And some Nikes, yeah, yeah, and uh, ascend to a higher plane. Yeah. So do you? So yeah, they they killed themselves because they thought that they would uh, they would shed their mortal coils. Mm-hmm. As, as was it Haley's comet? Yes. Yeah. When Haley's comet was like in the orbit of Earth, they would just they they believed that Haley's comet was actually like a spaceship, mm-hmm. and they their souls would be transported onto this spaceship. Where they would just become like you know alien, yeah, 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 or something. It's 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 they it honestly checks every major box for a cult. Nikes. <laughs> well, no, the idea that alien that, that Jesus is an alien. We're mm. we're ascending to a different level. We're leaving yeah. our, multi, our our mortal mortal bodies. They a lot of the dudes got castrated because they. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the because, castration because they thought you would be going to like a genderless right world. Um, the chicks were like, nah, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, what am I going to castrate? Oh my God, what a horrible joke. The guys were like, uh, like cut off my what? <laughs> um, yeah, we're being a little crass about it, but you know, you got to be able to look back and laugh. I forgot about the castration. That's yeah. crazy, man. But yeah, it's, it, um, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a little traumatizing. I did a lot of like, went down a weird deep dive for yeah. this. I watched a video where, uh, they all said their goodbyes, and I watched that they for some reason. All their... Yeah, it's oh, like wow. you can just watch it online of them saying like, "Hey, like saying goodbye to their family and everything." Yeah, and in my mental health state right now, that sounds like the best thing for me is watching an hour long video of people saying goodbye to their families. Jesus, um, but again, uh, most iconically is there is this image of like these um, purple or the, the, the purple drape over all these like uh, bodies with the, the Nikes on. Yeah, like that. I, I was mm-hmm. gonna say like the, the two most iconic images are the. The the draped bodies with mm-hmm. the Nikes like kind of peering out with mm-hmm. like they're all like in bunk beds and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously like the the cult leader with like his crazy eyes is like when he, like it's just the him talking to you. Yeah, and he's he's like shaved head, older guy and the, like crazy eyes. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So again, I, we're being a little crass here. Of course, there it was it's a very tragic thing that happened, but it's just surprising. This feels so up Pete's corner. It feels like Pete would watch a documentary about this and then like write a whole song. Absolutely, yeah. 
But from what I can tell, it's not about that. It's just about literally the idea of Heaven's Gate. Let me into Heaven's Gate. Um, How do you feel about this song, though? I hate it. Really? I hate this weird, like, doo thing. I love it, though. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, some of the Folly Ado songs. Like, even, okay. like, um, What a Catch. Like, kind of has a similar cadence. Okay. But it, this song leans into it into a way I don't like. It's, like, his, like... Right. I, see, I love 60s doo-wop. And, mm-hmm. like, that sort of, like, old Motown, like... Patrick's had a soul voice, you know, and I think this is him playing to it. The immortal words of Brandon Yuri, you've got a soul voice. He's got, He's got, a, got soul, a soul voice. He's got a soul voice. Um, I do think that what he's trying to go for is like Motown R&B. Absolutely. But what it comes off to me is like Barbershop Quartet. I see. I disagree. I, I think he he gets it and I he does it. For me, it, it sort of pulls, he pulls it off. Um. I respectfully disagree. Okay. I disrespectfully disagree. You disrespectfully Fuck agree. You. Okay. Um. Yeah. I just. I. It doesn't. It doesn't work for me. I see. I. I think it works for me. And that's where we can. Hey. We don't have to agree mm. on everything. Do you have anything else for for Heaven's Gate? You're gonna go right into oh, Champion. Oh, I've got a ton. Oh hell yeah, bro. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. The song kind of pays homage to Kiss's Heaven on Fire. Do you want to play that real quick? Kiss has a song called Heaven on Fire. Kiss has a song called Heaven on Fire. You can just play like literally like the first like couple seconds and you'll kind of get what I'm going going for here. I, okay, hold on. Kiss. Okay, so we'll play from the beginning? Just from the beginning. Okay. This is Kiss, Heaven on Fire. From the very beginning. Oh. Well, that's Patrick right there. So it's the same kind of vocal cadence. Absolutely. It's, it's of songs. They're both called Heaven. Um, I, I uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, that's what they're going for. Have you ever heard a song by, uh, the band called the radio department heavens on fire? No, it's great, man. It's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> when I look at you, damn, this song's fucking good. Hey, if you like this song, the, the band called the band is called the radio department heavens on fire. You know, I thought you were gonna play like a bad song. Or, like, no, a this song's song. good, dude. I fucking love this song. It was so nice to hear like a pleasant, a, well, like, good yeah, music. Sorry, but you were doing mania. <laughs> sorry about it. Um, I didn't know that Kiss had a song called Heaven on Fire. That's interesting. Kiss has so many bad records, but that was a very Patrick's, all of them. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Patrick was just rock hard while they were recording this. <laughs> this is everything Patrick wants to do. Like this weird kind of R and B, like Absolutely. vocal stylized thing. True. Um, I'm. I'm. See, that's the thing is, like, I, I'm sure Patrick was just like. Please, Pete, let me let me do this song. I want, I want to make it like this. And Pete's yeah. like, no, that's fucking lame, bro. Um, Heaven's Gate. Do you do you do you remember a guy named Kevin Gates? Yes, I don't know. Is yeah, he a football you, player? No, 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 no. Uh, He's he was a, a rapper. I think of Antonio Gates. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kevin Gates was like a, a rapper. He doesn't really have. He has two hits. Okay, but nothing else. He has the song like you know the song two phones. I got two phones. <laughs> no, it's like one like a burner. Like, yeah. That's, oh, okay. You know that song. I uh-huh. guarantee you do. That's Kevin Gates. And then there's like, I'm just thinking with my ding dong, ding dong. You know that song? No. What you, you would know these songs. I will <laughs> listen to them on the break and you're gonna be like, oh, I know Kevin Gates. I kind of okay. recognize. He was just a, like a like a two hit wonder like radio rapper. Oh, okay. Um, Kevin Gates. And it's really similar. Heaven's Gate, Kevin Gates. <laughs> oh, is that what you're, is that your note? Yeah, that's why I have it written up. <laughs> Okay. But also, Kevin Gates like got a little bit of like internet attention like a couple months ago. Do you, okay. do you, you don't know anything no. about this? So, um, okay, imagine you wake up in the morning and you're getting ready for like your nine to five job. You maybe like haven't rolled out. Yeah, of- I, go, I, I roll out of bed and I start playing video games. <laughs> you know, you're, you, everyone has their own like schedule. You roll out of bed, you mm-hmm. drink a 
cup of coffee. You yeah. maybe lay in bed, look at your phone for a little bit, and you look and you see, oh, Kevin Gates, a rapper I kind of liked a couple years ago, posted a story on Instagram. Yeah. And you click on it. Um, it was a picture of his wife crowning. Oh, no. Like a child. Yeah. Oh. In this kind of like standing up like motion. Um, and it was a big internet meme for like a couple of months ago. Now look, childbirth is beautiful. I hate that. Childbirth is beautiful. Stop. It's necessary for it's life. It's not. <laughs> it is not. But it was a like an internet meme a couple months ago where you just like you were just you just it's like just Sorry. like a <laughs> Sorry. I, I recoiled physically because I was like remembering uh I was watching like a the Discovery Channel and that I watched a live birth on TV and I, I just <laughs> grossed the fuck out yeah and then you pulled your pants up and threw the tissue paper <laughs> you away. gotta go back to my room <laughs> look i'm just saying um you're just clicking through instagram and you see like a tennis ball coming out of some woman and you're a flesh-colored tennis ball coming out of some stop. woman and you're like fuck what a way to start the day stop without any note without any warning um <laughs> maybe unpleasant and that's my final note that's also oh, what thank I'll, god what i'll also say about heaven's gate without any uh warning heaven's gate is also a little jarring <laughs> I thought Heaven's Gate was great, but we'll move on. Do you want to go right to track seven, Champion? I'd love to. All right, so we'll play Champion by the band Fallout Boy. One of the most divisive Fallout Boy songs. I can do <laughs> so that was Champion by the band Fallout Boy. Did you like that song? No. No, I didn't like it e- no. either. It's very. It's very 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the song came out in 2018. It's very dated. I mean, if I turned on the radio in 2018, I would just be like, I, it wouldn't like personally offend me. Yeah. I'd just change the channel. Yeah. But what does personally offend me is this band Fall Out Boy that like I covet in such a way. Yes. That like has you know written these these songs that I think are like clever and 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 catchy and personalized. Mm-hmm. When it's it, they just put out this song, where it's like, what is this even about? Nothing. It's just vaguely. You can do anything, Nick. Vaguely motivational. What like? If I can live through this, I can do anything. Get it? R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you don't like you don't like the song? No, no. It sounds like I said. It sounds like a song from the early 2010s. Like it's. Yeah. No. I. I. If any song was going to kind of back up your claims that like songs are written by AI that these they, they sound like that like this is the one for mm-hmm. me. It's it sounds like that one song that was on the fucking Big Hero Six movie. Yeah, it's it's it it is it's very much like that. Yeah, but there are that Big Hero Six so- song. There's like a lot of songs in this record that are like that. To be honest, so. yeah, I agree. Um, it, it, yeah, un, uninspired lyrics. I do have um something kind of interesting. Apparently, like before they posted this as a like releases as a single, uh-huh. um, Pete was on Twitter and he was releasing these kind of notices like on a like a mania postcards. Did you see this at all? No. They're these mania postcards and Pete was like would like kind of write little messages to the Fallout Boy fandom yeah. and post them on Twitter. Most of them are kind of like uninteresting. But I do have um the notes for the 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 champion postcard is what we'll call it. Okay. Um I'm going to read these off to you. Sure. And this is going to be a little bit we didn't start the fire light. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Nelson Mandela. Any thoughts on Nelson Mandela? I think he's great. I he got a he got a bad deal. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad he's out. Free that son of a bitch. Yeah. I hope he's free. Uh Billy free Jean, him. <laughs> Billy Jean King. Do you know what she did? Uh I know the name. I can't think of it though. Billie Jean King is most famous for being a women's tennis player okay. who um just was like an all-time amazing tennis player 
in her own right. Okay. Um, she was like a champion of like, uh, women's tennis players' rights. Okay. Um, and she also, the battle of the sexes, uh, she played against a man, um, in a tennis match and beat him. Good. I, uh, Bobby Riggs, I want to say his name was. Okay. It was a big event. Um, and she beat him. Um, could she beat Venus or Serena though? Absolutely not. Well, she was an athlete in the 70s and 80s. So she no get, athlete. She back would then. fucking turnt. <laughs> the like the 13th best basketball player, like on like on any bench right now, yeah. would probably beat like the second best player on any like NBA team from like the 80s. So yeah, true. Uh the Kid Hunters of the Purple Buffalo. Is that a thing? I think it's from Neverending Story, but I'm not exactly sure. I couldn't fucking tell you. Uh Nikki Lauda. No, don't know it. <laughs> Where, what, what, what are you talking about what is is this all in sunshine riptide so apparently these are all no these are things from champion oh okay. we're still I'm on sorry. champion I'm sorry. Dickhead. sorry sorry so these are all people that apparently and i'll get to the cut of the chase here these are all people that ins- inspired pete to write this song okay these are like champions okay nikki lauda was like a world-class like french f1 racer or something oh, that's cool. like that oh f1 coming to las vegas jamal, this november jamal malik is the guy from slumdog millionaire Oh, okay. I saw that movie. Um, and then he has Michael Jordan, the Warriors, and the Cubs. Who's your favorite champion? <laughs> who's my favorite champion? Yeah, who's your favorite champion? Um, the 2023 Vegas Golden Knights. Hell yeah, baby. I can't think of any other answer. We Okay, so we, I'm glad that you said that because we have, from listeners, they want to know what is our status on getting those tattoos. Oh, really? Are people asking? Yes. At least two. My current status is I keep um, chewing ice in the middle of the podcast. Yes, I know. I'll get it tonight. Let's go tonight. Do you want to go right now after this? Let's go. Let's put the headphones. Let's put the cans down. Okay. And go. And, and we'll go to the cheapest, shittiest tattoo place. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do that, but we should schedule actual tattoos. What? Uh, yeah. Okay. So we have not gotten them yet, but we will get them. Yes. yes. On our faces. <laughs> Bro. That'd be badass. That'd be fucking cool, dude. Anyway, that's all I kind of have for, for champion. Um, we can we can move on. Okay. Sorry, I I, I hate I, I talk too much. No, you don't. I'm ruining everything. You're fine. Shut up. I wish you would stop talking. <laughs> All right, Sunshine Riptide. Track I'm not talking for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> track eight from the band Follow Boy, featuring Burna Boy. Burna Boy. Oh yeah, Sunshine Riptide. How do you feel about this? I didn't know there was going to be like another like dub the Caribbean, yeah, yeah. like Afrobeat type like song. I don't hate it. Um, it's really not that bad. It's not. It's kind of okay. I'm pretty happy with Bur- Burna Boy's ver- verse as well. Yeah, it, uh, um, I a lot of like pasty Fallout Boy fans on their on the Fallout Boy Reddit were complaining that he's not talking about anything. Who fucking cares? Guess what, Chief? This whole record's about nothing. Yeah, true. It's all like just vaguely, vaguely nothing. Who cares what he's talking about? Yeah. It's an upgrade from from some of the other stuff we've heard on this record. It's a real groovy bass beat. That's the only that's one of the only things I was like, uh, it's pretty high on my record because it's not bad. A lot of people don't like this song from what I really I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> I, a, a lot of Fallout Boy um Reddit spaces have said that they just don't get this song and it just and it just it's a big nothing burger. It's not bad. It's not a bad song. I actually went and listened to a lot of like uh uh Burna Boy stuff. Kinda into it. It was pretty good. 
Some of it was not so great, but some of it was like pretty okay. I forget where he's from. Like he's not Nigeria. Nigeria. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, he's not from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Look, man, I don't know what to say. Like they're they went out of their way to kind of have this like Afrobeat, yeah, reggae uh, like kind of influence at, at some parts in this record. Um, does it? Does it? Is it? Does it? Does it? Is it a home run? I don't really think so. No. It, it feels a little awkward and clunky at times. It's a double. It's, I, not, a, it's not a home run. I appreciate what they're doing. Yeah. I respect what they're doing. I think it's yeah. interesting. Again, these mo- in these records, I want interesting things. Here's the thing. On a 2018 Island Def Jam DCD2 album, are they telling them to to get Burna Boy, a relatively unknown person in the US, on your album? They're, they're actively telling you don't do that. Mm-hmm. And they chose to do it. And I, I commend you for that. And the song's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It feel it, it. I will say the it it does kind of feel out of, out of place. Yeah, there's a point where Patrick does lyrics backwards. I was just about to ask you about that. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it's just it's. It, it, while I also like commend them for trying something new. Mm-hmm. It's like eh, like the third third and eighth track where it's like oh you're doing this again. Yeah, it's like um I kind of wish this whole record had like a little bit of more influenced by this where it it, it feels right. it's not that i don't like it it doesn't feel cohesive it feels like pigeonholed at times okay I can, i'm complimenting it and pointing out it's weird at the same time so you're saying the song itself feels pigeonholed maybe but, pigeonholed isn't the right word it's just it's just it's just weird it sticks out like a sore thumb these songs stick out in a weird yeah way. like you don't don't reverse the lyrics for on this song maybe maybe on mm-hmm. one of the more like generic pop songs it would mm-hmm. be more it would fit more but yeah i in this weird sort of groovy, like slow paced, like chill song, it doesn't really make sense. Overall, good song. Eric, you're also you're always like speaking like when we're not on mic with like a Jamaican like patois. Oh yeah, I'm always Irie man. <laughs> Do you know what um uh what's uh Bumbaclot? I know what a Bumbaclot is. Do you know you <laughs> okay? Yeah, we don't need to go on any further okay. if you're aware of what it is. I, Are I you that, calling me a Bumbaclot? When I found out what that was. I was like, that's fucking crazy. What a what a what a rare insult. <laughs> I think it's well, I'll leave it at that. Um do you ever speaking of Patois, um, do you ever watch the movie Meet Joe Black? No, I've never seen it. That's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it, right? No, no, it's got Brad Pitt where he speaks as a patois in a patois accent. Is that really what happened? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> because he's supposed to be like death. And mm-hmm. he's like in the he's he's trying to fuck some human girl. Mm-hmm. And uh he's in she's in a hospital, she's a doctor. And um, there's an old Jamaican woman or like she's Caribbean and she's speaking like Patois. And because she like recognizes that he recognizes that he is like death or he's a spirit. She's freaking out. And he's like, he's like, hey, everything's Irie. I, you know, it's, he's, he does Patois. And like <laughs> the woman that he's with, who's like Vera Formiga, who's like this. She's in like mall rats and shit. Like okay. That. She's just like, why is this guy that I'm trying to date like speaking like patois right now? It's crazy. I love that breaking put, the fourth wall. Yeah, I'll put the 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 link in the, the show notes. It's great. Um, look, generally speaking, if you're white, if you're not Jamaican, don't talk like that. Snow, we're looking at you. <laughs> well, you know what, Snow? Drake. <laughs> oh my God, I don't don't I don't want to get into Com- it. Combination. Do you see what he did that the whole thing where he's like he's like on a a mixtape or something he's on like a stream and he just says combination look i was talking to someone recently okay and i brought up that drake is speaking like that yeah and i got screamed at i said don't don't insult drake who said that i don't even want to tell you oh i'll tell, tell you me, off mic. tell me off, off mic yeah 
combination. Because that's me. I'm the one usually defending Drake. Like, don't say <laughs> that about Drake. Um, yeah, but also Drake is from Houston and Canada, so he probably shouldn't be doing it either. Probably not. Did you know that Drake's uncle is like a like a a pioneer of bass guitar? No, I did not know. Uh, that. Drake's uncle is um something great. <sighs> Gram, you know what? The band th- Graham Central Station. I think I saw this actually. I I I, I kind of I I I kind of forgot about this. This is crazy. Yeah, like the 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 whole like technique of like slapping mm-hmm. your bass has been invented by Drake's uncle. Like yeah. he like legit invented that technique. Yeah. And fucking he, Flea and Paul Rudd are singing him a a, a fruit basket every month. Huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Drake's Drake's uncle's like a, a bass god. <laughs> Aubrey, big shout out. We want you on the show. Do you want to? Do you want to give? Drake a uh, shout out in, in, in Patois right now? Absolutely not. <laughs> do you want to move on to Young and Menace or do you have anything else for, for Sunshine Riptide? Um, I'm sure I have a million um, unimportant notes that we can just skip over. Oh, Patrick gets auto-tuned somewhere in this song. Um, we don't need to talk about it, but okay. Patrick, Patrick uses auto-tune. That's it. Okay. Let's do Young and Menace then. Track nine by the band Fallout Boy. Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. Yep. Nikki Six, Britney Spears. (laughs) I'll play a little bit longer so we get to the chopped and screwed part. Mick's doing a little dance right now. I'm doing my little dance. He's he's doing the dab. Do the dab. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Dab on. All right, that was Young and Menace. Uh, <laughs> I don't like this song. Do you like this song? Um, I'm going to make an argument for this being a halfway decent song. Okay. Um, make the argument. It's kind of interesting. Okay. <laughs> it like I feel like it's a little bit of like experimental EDM okay. s- stuff. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I may be way out of my league. But I tell your element right now. I I listened to the song a couple times. I didn't like it, and then I listened to it like the like last two times. I was like, something's starting to click here with me. At least they're trying to do something, right? You know, this is a reoccurring theme with these kind of late stage Fall Out Boy records. Whenever they like, I respect and appreciate when they try to be creative, even a little. bit. They're experimenting. You know, you don't like it. It, The the chopped and screwed. They do it too much. Uh huh. Um, and they do it for too long. It goes it, on for a long time. It goes on for a while. And that's my that's my biggest problem. I, I I agree with you. I think it's like, oh, it's cool that they're trying to do this sort of like Houston chopped and screwed kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not hitting for me. Doesn't feel like a real song. Doesn't feel like Fallout Boy's doing it. Feels like it's all done in like a studio. Post production. But know? at least it's like I, I I feel like maybe this is something, you know, maybe we need to check our privilege right now. Um We need to Shrek our privilege. <laughs> Uh, if you're probably like a like, I'm, well, I guess this isn't really a privilege thing. I take it back. Um, if you're like a big um, music star, you probably like really like the idea of playing around with like the post production. Yeah, and, and and we probably lose sight of that a little bit when we we're just talking about. I wish the lyrics were more about girls. I wish there were more <laughs> guitars. Yeah, they probably are really ambitious in the production quality, and that's why. Yeah. and we don't care about that, so that's why these songs like lose us a little bit. And we know for sure Patrick is like that because yeah. he does all that that post production yeah. stuff. So again, not for us. Um, I, I we did our due diligence of pointing out that like that's what they're going for, but uh, we don't give a fuck. So before they get into the whole the chopped and screwed part, like it's to me, it sounds like Fall Out Boy's trying to do a James Bond song. <laughs> that really like that low, like that sort of like. And there's some there's some orchestration in there, like mm-hmm. the piano and stuff. 
it sounds like they they were like, hey, let's submit this song for a James Bond song. And was, it it does, w- was there a James Bond uh, a movie that came out like this this year? Twenty eighteen was I think. Uh, was he probably, who shall be named. It was probably Spectre. I think it was twenty eighteen. Spectrum. Yeah, Spe- Spectre. <laughs> um, was this on the the the? This the, was, no, no. This was not chosen for the Spectre song. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah, no. I, I mean, but it, like that's the thing is like every like bands would periodically they that's what the thing that music people want you to do. Like, oh, there's a James Bond movie coming out. Submit yeah. a song to to. You know the broccoli foundation, or whatever. <laughs> who have been the? Who were the last two? Wasn't it like Billie Eilish was the last one? Billie Eilish was the last one, and then Adele was the one before that. Yeah, uh, so it was Billie Eilish. Adele for, was probably for Rectum then. No, no, Adele was for Sky uh, Skyfall. Okay. Uh, Billie Eilish, Eilish was for No Time to Die, and then before Skyfall, it was uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys for uh, Quantum of Solace. Damn. Yeah, fucking Wikipedia over here. Huh? I love James Bond. It's one of my. It's one of my things. You fucking nerd. Just Sorry, bro. Actually, off the top of your head. Hey, look, we've uh, beaten around the bush uh-huh. here long enough. This song is about Britney Spears. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oops. Sorry. So initially, this song you you pointed out. He said, "Oops, I did it again." Okay. This song in the initial cut was a lot more like referencing Britney Spears. Oh, that's there's cool. lines about shaving your head. There's lines oh. about umbrellas. It is about the Britney Spears freak out oh interesting and then pete had a moment of clarity when he was like maybe i shouldn't um maybe i'm doing exactly whatever what i'm trying to bring (laughs) that's crazy it's like maybe i a person who also deals with mental health issues should not bring make light of this well i think it's 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 pretty it's a it's a pretty tone deaf moment if he had gone through with it and it's it's Slightly enlightening that he actually realized what he was doing. The okay. song was going to be like trying to shed light on how we treat Britney Spears and like, celebrity and, and and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and then realized he was doing what he wasn't what he was trying to bring light of. Like where there was too much dialogue about like her mental health and like it kind of came across as him just like needless commentary. So they yeah. they they reeled the song back in. Yeah, but that's kind of at the core of what the song is about. It's about celebrity and how we. Mental health and and all that kind of stuff. That's I mean that is growth because I mean like you and I have talked numerous times like on prior prior albums where it's like yeah Pete talks about celebrity and how terrible it is but he's also the biggest fame monster in the fucking group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that is that is growth. I yeah. I do think that it's a it's a it, it is interesting though that it's like yeah you do want to talk about this Britney Spears thing where it's like you are also a tabloid darling who was kind of ridiculed for maybe your actions while you should have been like more medicated or maybe had more access to mental health care. Yeah. And just like, it's, you know, he, he, they went down similar paths. Yeah. Truly. So, uh, we build her up, uh, tear her down, root for her and root against her. I think it says so much about us as a culture. It says more about us as a culture than does about Britney, Britney herself. It's a quote that, uh, Pete gave, uh, nylon magazine. Insightful. Um, again, uh, the song could have been pretty, pretty bad if he kind of kept in some of the lyrics that he wanted to but you know again he's bringing light to it pete you're a champion we love you we do love you pete do you have anything else for for young and menace no uh there were so i don't know if it's maybe that that's that particular article maybe from that nylon article but if you go to lyrics genius like pete there that is the most verified song for their the lyrics oh really yeah pete is like he's like i'm verifying this this means this this line means this and like it's all like Pete was like yeah this is what all this song means this song means a lot to Pete apparently yeah oh Pete Pete good for you Pete we love you Pete alright um, you wanna go to Bishop's Knife Trick let's do it <laughs> 
Let's all right. So we're we're capping it off. Last track, song, track ten, Bishop's Knife Trick. Will Fall Out Boy finally f- finish a record with a strong song? Sources point to no. <laughs> So I get it. Like I, I feel that I get the theme that it's the last song, but it's sort of overproduced while at the same time being underproduced. It's sort of boring. It's overproduced, but it's boring. Yeah, I have like very similar notes. It's inc- I think it's very overproduced. Yes. Like, but also I think the 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 it has like the weird skeleton of a decent song. Yeah. But yeah. It, you get lost in how overproduced it is. There's like all these ethereal voices mm-hmm. in the background, and like it's just like. But it's like I'm getting bored, and it's like I'm already at the end of the album. Like I just want to get done with it. Like and so like it, when you're when you're a person who's listening to an album all the way through, like it's like it's a bad way to end it. I'm a person. I listen to this album all the way through. Yeah, it's a bad way to end it. It's a bad way to end it. it this also I I didn't really point it out. It has a, it's I put the the thing I was talking about a couple songs ago. This weird like. This like very remedial like drum beat with like piano, and it's just like man, this is boring. Um, I, I think they had an idea of what a serious song should be and they just didn't, they didn't commit to it. And like, it's just sort of like, how do you have a, a serious song on an album where there's not a lot of substance on it? Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel like this sort of encapsul- encapsulates that whole like idea. It's like, you know, the, it's, it's meh. There's no build up to this because all the songs feel just so kind of vague and generic. Yeah. And you kind of are trying to cap it off and it's like... You, you what are we capping off here you know there's a- yeah you can't have like a, a sort of like a there's not a, a theme to the album where you would need a song like this where it kind of caps it off in like a sort of poignant deep way when the album itself is not very deep and poignant mm-hmm. so um bishop's knife trick yeah what is that we talked about it last episode did we one of the episodes i it's yeah it's from the the movie aliens yeah i always forget what we talk about in the last episode you don't listen to the episodes i don't yeah too busy i, I do i listen to all the episodes um yeah that was crazy to me <laughs> yeah it's great even the second time that i realized like oh my god i f- totally forgot that this is what this song is for do you, do you like the, the the aliens series of films no i've never seen any of them are you serious well i think i think stop ma- i think maybe i had seen a, a louis is gonna beat your ass right now <laughs> What's the 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 one with like the kind of most iconic imagery where the like the guy pops out of the stomach or whatever? That's all the alien movies. Okay, the, uh, one, the, the one, one really iconic. The, one. I guess that's Alien. Okay, that's the first one, nineteen seventy nine. I feel I like I've maybe sat around and watched Alien once, but I wasn't really paying attention. And it was so long ago, I don't remember remember anything. And none of the other ones I've, I haven't even seen. I you should watch Aliens because okay. it sort of it sort of it's it's like an eighties version. Of like it, it kind of hits a lot of it's 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 a dumb action movie. It's a dumb sci-fi movie, but it also talks about like corporate greed and stuff. Okay, we should we should have a girls' night and watch it. It sounds like all the things that you're interested in. I love corporate <laughs> greed. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that Bill Paxton was in. Oh man, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's a James Cameron joint, motherfucker. Is Bill Paxton in all the James Cameron movies? He's in a lot of them. Yeah. Damn, I don't know shit. Well, I mean, you need me to say that. I know. <laughs> I don't know shit about piss. He's in Terminator One. He's one of the punks. Is he really? Yeah, he's one of the punks. He's you're, like, you're blowing my he's mind. He's in Terminator right? One. Yeah. Also, this it's could... him and the other guy is Shao Kahn from the Mortal Kombat <laughs> movies. You know what the best part about this is? What we could have talked about this 
five times over the last 20 years, no including idea. last week, and I've just totally forgot about it. I wasn't it. here last week, motherfucker. You, last week's episode. Oh, okay. I didn't just fucking show up and sit around in your house for a couple hours while you were in San Diego. You should have. I should have had you watch my fucking cat for me. <laughs> uh, sorry, buddy. Busy man. You're a busy, busy boy. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, do you have anything else for Bishop's Knife Trick? There's a music video for this? Yeah. I don't remember what happens. You told me you were going to talk about the fucking videos we didn't cover. Uh, Just make one up. Oh, no, I do remember. Okay. Okay. I, uh, um, so the music video is the two llamas. Okay. And Patrick is shooting a music video for them. And Patrick just yells at them constantly. Do they... Is it just him, like... It's, it looks like he's yelling, but he did, did he actually hear what he's saying? No, it's like a kind of extended video where okay. they, like, they start playing and then Patrick's like, What the fuck are you guys doing? And from like off, like offset. You guys are... You're not even fucking professionals. And he like screams at him. What and the then, freak are you guys doing? And then they'll go back to playing and Patrick just kind of has like this exasperated look on his face. I love it. And then the song cuts and he kicks him off and then he finishes the song on piano. I love it. That's, I love that. It sounds great. We should, we'll, we'll watch it like during the break or something. Okay. And then, yeah, it's a good video. I love Patrick. So look, we um, we we limped to the to the to the to the 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 finish line on this one. We limped our biscuits <laughs> to the finish line. Well, here, how about this? Do you want do you want to do you have anything else for for this song? No, it just I I want to. It's it's overproduced in such an annoying way. Not it's overproduced in like the worst way possible. I wouldn't even say it's annoying. It's it's overproduced in the most lackluster, boring way possible. I, I wouldn't say that it's my, it's not my, I, so here's my thing. Okay. It's not here. A lot of the songs, especially like the back half of this album, it's uh, what I have here is low mid. Cause it's very like, it's very, uh, I don't hate it. It's not making me visibly angry, but I just don't care. Yeah. Um, so how about this? We'll, we'll take a break. We'll refresh our drinks and we'll do our, our rankings. We'll eat some cashews. I know you want to eat some chips. I want to eat. Uh, you, but Mick was very lovely. He brought me a, a, can of sour cream and onion pringles i'm gonna eat like 20 of them while ron break he's gonna eat some cashews i accused you of oh my god i'm gonna talk over here yeah yeah go ahead i accused you of eating chips while we recorded look at me i'm the one eating cashews you're, e- you're eating cashews bro i love cashews they're they're one of the best nuts well how about this we will take a break and we'll come back we're gonna listen to falling away from me by the band corn and we'll be right back. They're technically not a nut. It's a legume. Cashews, not corn. And we're back. And Fuck this yeah. is Power Man 5000, PM5K. <laughs> this song makes me want to talk loud. Yeah, it makes sense. I hope you're not I hope you're not wearing headphones right now because I'm gonna be talking loud while I listen to this song. This song kicks ass, bro. Eric had to turn down quickly. You're talking of- too loud. <laughs> that song's great. Do you like that song? You 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 a big PM5K guy? You know the answer to that. Fucking yeah. You know that sometimes just to peel back the kimono a little bit. Okay. We're not you, parting anymore. We're peeling it back. Sometimes you ask me questions that you know the answer to because we're trying to create content. You Absolutely. know I fucking love that song. Dude, that song fucking kicks ass, dude. That's a song called When Worlds Collide by the band Power Man 5000. A great name for a song, too. Yeah, and a great name for a band. <laughs> uh, the lead singer, I think his name is like Spider69. 
He's like the brother-in-law of like uh, what's his fucking name? Ted uh, Cruz? No, um, <laughs> fucking uh, Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, this this is from under the dork tree, the your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy, and we're back from break. Um, now is the part of the show where on the track by track we kind of discuss our favorite songs ranked from least to favorite. Uh, Mick, do you have a, a new drink? Do you want to tell the, the listeners what your drink is? <laughs> you love asking what my drink what is. What have you got in that little cup? Um, I want to see you pee. It's Tito's Vodka. Okay. Shout out to Richard, who I know has never listened to a single episode of this. And he never will. Uh, Cactus Cooler, a favorite of the Southwest region of the United States of America. Absolutely. And a little uh, bitters. You love bitters. And my be- I love bitters. What are you drinking? I am drinking a bunch of Tito's Vodka. And some Squirt Zero. I love Squirt Zero. It's great. We really are two sides of the same coin. <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah, so as listeners know, we will go through these uh, songs, rank them from our least favorite to our most favorite. Whenever we get a song on the same uh, number, we will take a drink. And um, yeah, do you want to get into it? I got a lot of hate when I... I um when I lied to you about like the rankings of the American American, as well, you should. You deceived me. I did you deceive fucking you. Fucking piece of shit. I'll never do that again. I was like, it's funny because you you had captured to media someone's pure, unadulterated joy, and you were lying to them. <laughs> I was so happy. I was over the moon. It's kind of like I was the leader of the Heaven's Gate cult, and you were the people who just some rando. Yeah, it I was ca- a it was a top ten anime betrayal. I captured. Um, your joy, knowing that it was fake. We also didn't talk about that. That that the cult leader was uh, was a very bad. Was person. he a bad dude? He's Wait, a bad I couldn't dude. imagine a cult leader being a bad guy. <laughs> well, people would make an argument that um, who's the who's the, the 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 Davidians, the the Waco guy? Oh, I don't know. But yes, I mean, we What's should do it. Name? Hold on, we should do a whole episode on the Waco the Waco Texas thing. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a bonus episode. Like we're not like not like the if you're a fan of the aliens uh, conspiracy one, we'll talk about the Waco Texas thing too. Your aliens is my Waco. I honestly, I can like, see that very. I, I, that makes sense. <laughs> it's a dark side of me that I don't like talking about very much. <laughs> but I am like I am very interested in Waco, and still to this day, I like, want to know. Okay, go ahead. I don't want. I, I want. Wanna, I want your thoughts on Waco. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. And ready whether yet. or not they were vilified unjustly by the American propaganda machine, we'll talk about that. I'm going to be very careful about the way I answer this. Yeah. If you don't think that they were at least a little bit vilified unjust, at least a Bro, little bit. Okay, I want to know our thoughts. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll do a we'll do a, a deep dive on. Now this. you could make an argument they were like they also did a lot of like horrible things, right? But like when we're talking about like religious freedom in this country and stuff like yeah. that, like that's it gets into a very gray area. Let's just go into our rankings. Here. Okay, okay. We don't need to. <laughs> so the, we're the a couple drinks. Fallout boy. We're a couple drinks in, and we're talking about the 2018 record mania. We don't need to go into a 40 minute tangent about the Waco, about our favorite conspiracy theories from the 90s. Okay. So mania, we we love uh, we love the album. We'll talk about it after the rankings. What do you have for your top ten, your least favorite song in the album? We should do like the the Dave Letterman like the window breaking <laughs> noise too. That's what I was going for. Yeah, when I, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number ten, stay frosty. Ten, number ten, stay frosty. Wow. Wait, is it really stay frosty? Yeah, it really is. I swear to God, you can All look. Right. All right, stay. Cheers. Ching. See, you've stolen my joy. I'm not joyous about any of our rankings anymore because I think you're fucking lying to me. What if we like really get like three of the same ones on, on we, this? We very well might. On we're, this not, album. we're not going to do it on this one. My number nine is Heaven's Gate. Number nine's Champion. 
Number eight is church. Number eight, Young and Menace. Close, though. Oh, boy. Uh, my number seven is champion. My number seven is church. Number six is bishops. Bishop's knife trick. Wow. Number six. See, look, Blink. we're having a good time. Yeah, we're buddies in real life. All the bad things are gone. Number five is Young and Menace. Number five is Sunshine Riptide. Number four is Wilson. Number four is Wilson. Wow, this is. Are you looking at my notes? I swear to God, this is real. I'll let you All look right, at you mine. Piece of shit. All this right. is a real organic threefer. Wilson. This is crazy. This is the unprecedented. Sh- if you're not, if you're telling the truth, this is we're telling the truth. We have three in the first seven of a ten-track album. Yeah. Well, I guess it's easier when there's less songs. But there's less songs. That's true. <laughs> Number three, Sunshine Riptide. Number three, Heaven's Gate. Number two, Hold Me Tight. Hold Me Tight or Don't. Now we're that gonna re- meet in the, we're gonna we're going five. We're going to half of the album we agree with. Yeah. Do we have this? Do we have the same? Yeah, last just one? drink your drink. <laughs> just drink my drink. Number, number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. We not to go on a tangent. We both do very good Casey Kasem. I, I think. Well, here's. I only do a good Casey Kasem because my imitation of Casey Kasem is your imitation of Casey Kasem. <laughs> I'm imitating you. That's maybe the most flattering thing you've ever said to me. And this week's number one. Hold me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll edit that out. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. And this week's number one. Last of the real ones. Last of the real ones. <laughs> I'm glad we were able Hell to Hell yeah, it. motherfucker. That's you, five. We had five. You complimented me on my Casey Kasem impression, which I, I hold, I hold uh, very dear. Um, I laughed so hard that my abs are cramping up right now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Do you want me to go into my thoughts on this record since you're cramping up? Yes, please do. Uh, this whole record is overproduced. Yes. Uh, this record feels non-personal, although I believe that it is. Of course, I don't think I don't think Pete. I know Pete and Patrick and Joe and Andy like making money. Yeah, who doesn't? I don't think that they're like making so much. I don't think that they're so insincere that they're gonna like fake a record. I don't think they'd fake a full record. No, I think Big Hero Six song is faking a song. And I'm gonna go to my grave saying that I don't think that was. You'll take that to your grave. I'll take that to my grave. But I do think a lot of songs in this record, um, although it's not evident to me as a as a consumer of this media. That yeah. it's sincere. I believe that it is. It just doesn't, and and then that's really the, my overall theme here. And it's it's been snowballing and to this very moment. You write these pop songs, and they're meant to appeal to the to the masses. Right. And as someone who got into Fall Out Boy, please don't touch the mic. Okay, sorry. Um, in the early days when it was important, they were like that. They felt like people who were maybe close-ish to my age and going through similar things that like similar experiences you know mm-hmm. it's like it felt real and these songs just don't feel real anymore because quite frankly they're big rock stars they have different lives than me they're appealing to trying to they're trying to appeal to everyone who listens to the radio yeah rather than a couple to you i mean not even uh, they're making music for pimply faced kids who like diy pop punk sprinkled with like hardcore like who are paying homage to their favorite 80s punk bands yeah and that's how where we started and not to get like too obtuse with like the history of fallout boy because we'll do that here in a second it's just a pop record and and Mm -hmm. and and and, uh, when it comes to the pop songs i think some of them have some strengths i think a lot of them have weaknesses and it, it, it's it, it and as as we are Fallout Boy fans, yeah, it's it doesn't speak to me. It doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't um, 
tap into what I like about Fallout Boy. My one last final thought, I really appreciate that they tried to incorporate Roots music influences into this record. I think it's ambitious. I think it's cool. You like them to see to do more of that. I like them to do more of that. Yeah. Um, it's difficult to do. Like if you are not like, you know, uh, like if that's not like your bread and butter, obviously you don't need me to tell you that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the song, the, these two songs don't always, they're not home runs. I've said, this is like the fourth time I said that they're not home runs. Yeah. But like you said, they're doubles. It's like, I, I, I respect it. I appreciate it. They're yeah. not horrible songs. Um, overall, this is not the fallout boy record for me. Okay. But I think I like it. So okay, so you you <laughs> talked about the cycle of Fallout Boy songs. Yes. Do you where does this fall in your in this era of Fallout Boy according to your your theory of cycles? Do you want to get into this now before you give your your final thought? I can do, do this you, real quick. Yeah, if you could do it real quick, just do okay. It. So I've been like kind of homebrewing this idea that like there are four Fallout Boy eras. There is um, take this to your grave and evening out with your girlfriend. Eric doesn't like that I include the. I don't. But to me, it's the DIY era. It's the DIY ish era. And then um, at the at the other bookend, there is um, so much for Stardust, and I really want to focus in on the kind of symmetry that is Cork Tree, Infinity on High, Folia Do, and then the, the sort of the Fuse TV era. Yeah, there's okay. yeah the the Fuse TV era of those three records, and then the really big era of um, Save Rock and Roll, American Badass, and Mania. <laughs> American badass, and I think there are a lot of like m- like similarities in these records. Okay, Cork Street has um uh uh sugar we're going down. Yeah, um uh American um uh, uh save rock and roll has what's the song that they got, that got kind of a lot of like radio pay- play off that record? Uh, was it? Oh, hold on, let me pull it up. Yeah, from I'm, American Beauty. Uh, no, from uh uh save rock and roll. For, oh, uh, fucking what's it called? Uh, shit, let him up. Light them up, yes. Okay, so yeah, uh, there. I think I just think these records like follow like similar trajectories. They're like, um, Cork Tree and Save Rock and Roll are like hits, okay, but not like massive, massive. It's just like hits, okay, bigger, and, like bigger, yeah. And then they reach a point like like where centuries, and then like like um, yeah, um, they they get really really big, and then the next record, whether it's Folly Do or Mania. Is kind of viewed as a, a disappointment, but both those records are like ambitious on the disposal, on the, and they're experimental, experimental yes, on those okay. on those records. And I and I don't. So you, th- you think you think your your thesis is that these songs mirror each other, or the the previous album mirrors each other because it's sort of they play it safe and they do it works. I think Mania is the is the Folly Do. Okay, but I think Folly Do is much better and it works a lot better. But I respect Mania in a weird way because I think they tried some weird things on this record and it right. just didn't really work. And I I go back to Folly Do because the things they tried worked. Have you been going back to Folly Do like since we listened to it? Like since we kind of gave it that shake? We're gonna have to once we reach the end of the path on Fallout Boy. We're gonna mm-hmm. have to give like final like record final rankings okay. on all these. And I and Folly Do is like. Ah, Fall Do is going to be high for me. I really like that record. Save Rock and Roll to be high for me as well. <laughs> wow, look at how much we're learning about we're, each other. It's growth. <laughs> so yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to have like a full thesis on like the symmetry and patterns of Fall Out Boy okay. one day. But what I'm trying to say, Mania is Fall Out Do. I respect it. I don't like it as much as Fall Out Do. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's in the same, it's, it's following the same trajectory. Okay, bro. interesting. That's I mean, look, so here's the thing. Mania was sort of lambasted by the fans, mm-hmm. uh, and it, even on the on the on the the Reddit 
on the not I shouldn't say the Reddit the the Reddit Discord. Uh, there's a whole subsection just for talking about mania because mania is sort of like it's sort of it's separate but apart from the whole discography. Uh-huh. And I think at the time when it came out, people were just like, "This is not Fallout Boy." And I would argue that like Fallout Boy, it it really is because Fallout Boy is a weird fucking band. We talked about it last week. It's a weird fucking band. They're always trying new weird things. I I don't think that mania deserves the hate that it got. Uh, I would not say that it's high up there for me, but at the same time, I'm like, you, it's easy to shit on Mania and not be a person who's ever listened to it. Yeah. And I think that if given a fair shake, it's very, it's okay. It's a, it's not a bad album. Um, Yeah, that, and that, that's my whole thesis statement. It's like, it doesn't deserve the hate it got. Uh, do you have a ranking for it? Do you, like, how many mix out of 10? Would you, would you say that like... Mania deserves the shit, like some shit talked about it, but like you also should have the discourse where this is what they did that's at least interesting. I don't think, I, 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 I don't even think that it deserves shit to be talked about. It's like, it's, it's an, ex- you should never talk shit about an experimental album. You should talk shit about an, al- uh, an album that they play it safe on. Yes. Um, cause you're always taking a risk and you should always be rewarded for taking a risk, at least in some right. Um, I feel, like you and I, no. I feel like you and I almost have like the same opinion of this record. We're just like going about it like different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin, you know? That's um, you and me. Wh- my ranking on this? Yeah, how many mix out of 10? Boy, howdy. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like, oh man. I, I, I didn't think about this. Like a 5.3? Interesting. Okay. I definitely like it. I can say pretty, pretty confidently, I like it. I like it more than the last few records. Interesting. Okay, so here for me, it's it's a it's a five point five. Uh, it's a strong five point five. Week six out of ten. I okay. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Anthony Fantano. Yeah, like, I know. I uh, know what you're going for. It's it's definitely better than American Badass. It's much better than that album. Uh huh. It's not better than Save Rock and Roll, which I think is like. I, here's one of the things I I continually I catch myself singing songs from, uh save rock and roll just in my as i will go throughout my day so there are songs i legitimately like there are no songs i like from from american badass um wow this is definitely better than american badass yeah that's good rock yeah um (laughs) sorry sorry (laughs) you kind of just took the wind out of my sails there singing some kid rock uh yeah I don't know man I I I'm I'm happy that we we took Mania what what so in it's supposed to be close the door on that what do we do next we do we we're gonna go back to so much for Stardust and we we do a full on episode of so much for Stardust the the episodes considering the the singles and the videos and then we do a track by track after that look at some point we're gonna have to do the two Stardust episodes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not telling. I'm not telling you that's going to happen next week. We have no fucking idea. Who knows? We're flying by the seat of our pants right now. I have. We have a million ideas um, going around in our head right now. Yeah. You might. You like. You might wake up Monday morning. You know. J- imagine you're awake. You wake up Monday morning and you expect to see Kevin Gates' uh, Instagram story, <laughs> but instead you see, oh, my favorite podcast from the Dork Tree just put out a whole episode about the Waco situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you just un- unsubscribe and yeah. just like never, never think about us again. We should do an episode of our favorite conspiracy theories from the nineties. <laughs> I 
I, and to be fair, Waco isn't really a conspiracy theory. It's like it's kind of well documented everything that happened. There's no yeah. like it's more so like but what's not being reported. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, That's, it's more so about yeah. like the the uh, government's place in our day to day lives. Oh my God, we are going down such a strange. Path. We're about to be red pilled right now. <laughs> no, we are not going to be red pilled. I promise you, there's no red pilling going on. You promise that you won't be red pilled. I'm not holding that promise out. I might be. I might be radicalized by the end of this. <laughs> I promise I, I will not be red pilled because I was never fucking blue pilled either. Uh, we no, like let's stop this. Like let's, let's look. We're both we're both registered Democrats, but we have to be because there's closed primaries in Las Vegas. Yes, we're both independents. We're not going to be like Derek who tried to be registered Green Party. For <laughs> what a fucking dork, dude. Because he loved fucking what's-her-name so much. Uh, he was the one that, that Green Party member um, from 2016. Uh, I don't remember her. That, that, Jewel Stein. Jill Jill Stein. Stein yeah. Jill Stein. <laughs> Whatever happened to her fell off the fucking political map. Uh, I work with her. Oh, okay. Jill Stein's <laughs> yeah. right. Um, we should do an episode on uh, Trump's fourth indictment on... Uh, in a, his uh, plan to steal the election in Georgia. Yeah, look, I there may be an episode where Eric and I just talk about politics, and I give you full permi- permission to just not listen. Oh, if absolutely. that doesn't if that doesn't like like wet look, your whistle. You'll still have to download it. Yeah, and I'm play it on you. mute. Yes, but just don't listen. Yeah, don't listen to it at all. Um. Yeah. Uh. That that's Fallout Boy. Any uh. Do you, anything else you want to like talk on? <laughs> do you want? I, <laughs> I'm done talking. Uh, no, okay. no, Mania was. I mean, look, I'm, I'm. There oh, were, I'm not even talking about Fall Boy. Like anything, just what you want to bring up. There were horror stories about Mania. They're like, don't listen to fucking Mania. Mania's terrible. <laughs> there are horror stories about it, and it's fine. It's a fine. It's whatever. It's fine. It's a decent album. Um. Yeah. It's 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 decent. It, it's 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 okay at times. It's 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 got it's it's doing its thing. I was I was pleasantly surprised with half of the album. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never in a. A new post hiatus Fall Out Boy album was I just sort of like oh these are all just filler songs whatever mm-hmm. it literally was like least favorite song to favorite song and it was like a, a transition of didn't like it didn't like it middling then liked it oh you're saying the rankings were easy for you the rankings were easy for me um the bottom were a little difficult for me I didn't bring it up but some- I lumped all the bottom songs together you love bottoms <laughs> um what we need is a Fall Out Boy Shaggy Sting collaboration. Shaggy the reggae singer? Yeah. Oh my god, I would love that. Uh, and Sting from the Police. Yes. Oh, Mr. Okay. Bombastic. Um, Mr. Synchronicity. And Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Pete and Patrick wins. Pete Key. <laughs> um All right, do you wanna you you wanna end the end the episode? Yeah, do you have any I mean, okay, so listeners, friends, enjoyers of the show. Guests. Guests. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can send us a message at dorktreepod at gmail.com. If you'd like to sell, follow us on Instagram, we are at dorktreepod at Instagram. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Grand Theft Potum. That's where Mick kind of handles all of our social media there. Uh, if you'd like to purchase a sticker or a t-shirt made by Mick's wife, uh, Sam, I forgot her name for a second, uh, you can follow <laughs> us at ko-fi.com slash dorktreepod. Um, and yeah, send us a message. Send us a Q&A. We're going to do a Q&A episode. That's very important. We're going to do a Q&A. We need more Q's and A's. Yeah. If you have a question about your favorite Fall Out Boy podcast, send us a Q on any of our social medias or each emails. Uh, Mick, do you want to close us out of the podcast? I'll answer any question. Anything. Nothing is off the table. It's like that Kevin Hart show. He's got that. Have you seen that Kevin Hart show? <laughs> no. He's got some stupid fucking interview show where he's like at a winery. I guess he's trying to sell some wine okay. too. 
the only Kevin Hart bit I know is when he's like he's talking about being a little kid and he curses at the teacher. His his mom gives us permission to curse. Uh, nope. Don't Have know. You ever seen this? Nope. Add it to the show notes. I'll add it to the show notes. He's like, you motherfucker. And he's like, I don't know. It's, it's okay. You motherfucker. We're at the point in the podcast where no one's listening anymore. Do you remember when Derek was like obsessed with like Cat Williams? Is he not anymore? <laughs> he might still be. Yeah, of course. Um, remember when Cat Williams got choked out by that fucking 14 year old? <laughs> that was a crazy video. That was great, dude. It made me sad. I was like, not everything needs to be on the internet. Dude, if I got choked out by a 14 year old. If I if I tried to fight one of those high schoolers and one of them choked me out, <laughs> fucking adios, well, bro. Hopefully, not, none of them are wrestlers. <laughs> That's true. A wrestler could take me out easily. Um, look, this has been Mania. We can uh, we didn't really talk about what the name of this record is because, through my perspective, the name of this record is M, space, A. <laughs> Keep going. You- we're just listening to this is our outro song. We're just listening to Dance Dance. This is our outro song. Through my perspective, the name of this record is M. Space. A. Space space. N. Space space space. I. Space 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 space. A. Um, there's been a lot of interesting dialogue on the internet about whether or not we should just ignore the spaces. I refuse to ignore the spaces. This is a safe space for mm, Fallout. No, I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm glad I uh, brought that home because I had no idea what I was going for. You were floundering. Um, when I was doing research for this record, uh-huh. I like the last song was like Bishop's uh, um, knife, knife game. Trip. Yep, knife, knife, knife game. Yep. And I was to do the big thing about like Bishop and Cable and like Days of Futures Past and all that stuff. And, and I was like, oh, there's already like a science fiction uh, uh, pop culture reference to make here. I so can't I keep playing this fucking song. You need to, you need to close it. Well, you shouldn't have played it in the first okay, place. Play I, a new I, song. All right, I'll play it. Now you're hearing our, our wonderful chiptune song. You're, like, confused that, like, the outro is taking a long time. This it's, is a bit that we've been doing for a long time. I just, I, I had underestimated you. Did you think I was just going to, like, do, I just, like... I, I, I'm so, I grossly underestimated you, and I'm so sorry for that. It would be the first time ever, like, maybe one time in the last, like, 25 episodes, I did, like, as, like, just to like, keep people on their on their toes. I did, like, yeah, a quick yeah. outro, and that was it. I see. I always overestimate you, <laughs> and I, it's my one mistake. I underestimated you this time. I'm a fool. No, you're not a fool. I'm a fool. Who's the biggest fool we know? <laughs> what a classic term. Now you don't really call anyone a fool anymore. Like 1930 was last time someone was like, "Oh, that guy's a fool." No, in the 1970s. I guess yeah. Mister, he was always pitying fools. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, Michael McDonald. That's what a fool believes. Hey, if you're a fool, reach in, chime out. Text us. Reach around. <laughs> Let us know if you've done anything foolish. Hey, look. This is my promise to you. Okay. Not you. <laughs> Our guest. <laughs> oh, so sorry. You were looking at me and you said it. I was like, okay, what's your promise? I'm wearing sunglasses. I'm constantly looking to the right because I don't, <laughs> okay. I don't want to see you. Um, if you reach out to us via email, text, tweet, X post. Oh, X. I forgot about that. You Insta- want to talk about X? Instagram comment. Let us know something foolish you've done lately. You might be the fool of of our podcast. You know, you're you're always talking about how much you love Elon Musk and how much you like the the how he's such a smart businessman and how you drive a Tesla. Just this past week, I I talked about how I hate Elon Musk in a in a different group chat that you probably didn't even fucking read. I probably did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you feel about 
Okay. Well, look, no one's listening here. We could just talk now. It's just me and you. This is our, okay. our sub podcast. No, no bullshit. No bullshit. This is the end of the podcast. Yeah. And if you want to just turn it off now, I have no idea you what we're free gonna... reign to turn it off. We're gonna have another six minutes of just like dialogue. But it's gonna be completely incoherent and go nowhere. Yeah, yeah. It's so, just it's just two people talking to each other, not about any kind of podcast. Hey, look, this is Mania 2018. Thanks for the memories. Thank you. Go Thanks fuck yourself. Memory. All right, See you next over. Time.